We and each of us covenant and promise that we will not reveal any of the secrets of this, the first token of the Oanic Priesthood, with its accompanying name, sign, or penalty. Should we do so, we agree that our throats be cut from ear to ear and our tongues torn out by their roots. Search, ponder, pray. Is this the place? How's it going? <clears throat> well, <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't even know where to start though. Uh, it's very clear that I either have some kind of social anxiety or like the ADHD masking thing. You know how you put on a personality? Do you know what I mean? No? Uh, no, not really. I, Cause I, I got out of that. Just because I, I think know. of the Mormon, the Mormon thing, I was just like, I'm not doing this. You put on a personality for the show for sure. For this show. <laughs> for okay, so like, say you go to work, don't you put on a per- personality? Well, I'm a psycho <laughs> who's like, oh, I have to be this for you to tip me. Oh, so okay. like, we're all being psychos together. That makes sense. Go- going out to eat is a psychotic event, <laughs> and. When I'm real with you, I also make good money, too. <laughs> but, like, if you want me to be a psycho and be fake with you, I'll I'll do it. I, I know how to do it. I'm good at it. But I would yes. just rather not. And I also think that, like, <laughs> in my line of work, uh, I can be chaotic and aggressive. And as someone who was raised that way, it's good for me. But I get what you're saying. But also... <laughs> Maybe I don't understand what you're saying in the fact that you are because I understand the social anxiety thing because I'm on Xanax and stuff like I have anxiety issues, mm-hmm. but mine's mostly like like if I pull up to the grocery store and there's too many people there, I'll just be like, fuck this <laughs> for sure, for sure. But I wonder if that's a small town thing or just like I don't want to be I don't want to add to the chaos. Yes. Like, that's my thing. It's just like, I can just come back later. It's not that big a deal. You know? Yeah. 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 I do know. I don't know. I do know. I feel, okay, so I went on a girl's trip. Mm-hmm. And I, like. That's why we didn't have a podcast last week, guys. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I was so fucking overwhelmed. I'm so sorry. That's so, okay. okay. That's another thing, though. I was so overwhelmed the entire week before. Because, like. Mm-hmm. We were sick the pre- previous week, so I had all my lash clients stacked against me. And then, like, all, all of the events just happened in that week. And then suddenly it was, like, Thursday, Wednesday afternoon. And I was just like, I don't have I don't have shit done for this trip. Like, I packed at 10 o'clock at night. I was supposed to leave at 8 a.m. the next morning. And, like, you can't just, like, show up for it. Okay, so... Why am I getting so overwhelmed just like thinking about it? I'm mentally ill, so <laughs> I have to fend I'm myself. Like, here, I'm like, here comes the timeline no one needed. <laughs> hey. No one asked for, no one needed. It's not going to help us. I love you. Do you? I do. I do. It's part, it's what is part of your sickness. I have things that are part of my sickness, but yours is that you're like, okay, I got to tell you every detail of my schedule, but it's just like, it's, 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 it just tell us what happened. 
I was just saying that like it came to be like the next morning and mm-hmm. I was like, I don't even want to go. We accept you. I want to go. Yeah, I got you. I want to stay here in my cozy bed and just like you get that. Uh, yeah, I, I do that all the time. And I'm like, guess what? Not coming. See ya. <laughs> Spencer was like, well, I've already paid, first of all. Mm-hmm. Second of all, he was like, um, you're going to go there. You're going to arrive. You're going to immediately start sending me all the Zillows of all the places that you want to move to. <laughs> and you're going to have a great time. And like, yes, all of that absolutely happened. Right. Because I was like. That's what you did when we went to Vegas. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I want to live here. Let's imagine it. Um, But my friend did say, so I volunteered to drive. One thing I noticed, it was like, if I have this job to do then I don't have to be committed to anything else in the car. Like I can chime into relationships or mm-hmm. not conversations. Conversations. Yeah. Without people. Like you're, you are, you're preoccupied. Yeah. yeah I got a task. I'm going to yeah. do this. There's something about, I think society in general that treats fat people in the group. Like that's something to fix. Maybe because like, and this, like I've been to events where all they feed you is like a light salad. First of all, that experience felt like a cult anyway. So I felt like they were trying to starve us, but like, I feel like there's this like underlying message from like women to each other that we all should be on diets or we all should be watching our weight or we all should be like watching what we eat. And like, it was a bl- it was it was snow up above your head type of snow and they still wanted to go like on a little hike and stuff i don't know there's just like this like oh you should come do this with me like come on the hike with us and i was like i don't own a jacket i'm not going outdoors i'm not risking my life there was like an activity scheduled all the time. Like let's do yoga together. Let's do this like pelvic floor exercises. Let's do all of these like exercisal things. And if it felt like if you weren't doing it, like they're like, well, it's easy. Why don't you do it? And I'm like, cause I don't fucking want to, first of all, but it really was a really fun trip. And I had a lot of fun. It just felt like there's two things that pop up in your life that it's just like, you're still not accepted for being a fat person. And like, Diet culture is fucking everywhere. And like, even in ways that you don't expect it, because this is a very like body positive, body neutral group. And it still kind of just hangs over everybody. I'm sorry you feel that way. Um, a couple, I, I don't, not to invalidate. I'm just offering perspective. Okay. So don't. Okay, wait. I'm... Are you pausing to like, make me feel heard? Yeah. Okay. Are you done? Like, are you, are you, are you, are you finished? Like, I just <clears throat> didn't want to like, I didn't want to stomp on your story. Cause I noticed I was doing that a lot last, last episode. So I wanted to apologize. Okay. Cause I was just like, <laughs> what the fuck are you? I, are you, I'm like, I'm digesting what you're saying. <laughs> um, this is because not I don't, normal. <laughs> Cause I don't think you're going to like the, uh, what, well, I don't, I know you're not going to like a couple things that I'm going to say. All right. Um, but I'm saying it with love. Okay. So I want to say that. And I know I, I'm abrasive and I'm rude. So that's kind of why, I mean, I'm hearing you. I hear everything you're saying, and I don't, I'm not invalidating you when I'm saying this, okay? When you said the salad thing, the first thing I thought of was food cost for an event. 
That's the first thing I thought of. I was thinking of a MLM and mm-hmm. how fucking cheap they were and how mm-hmm. they told the kitchen they were only going to spend this much per head. Hmm. That's what I thought of. That makes sense for that one thing. <laughs> I thought nothing of diet culture. Zero. I'm sure they had gluten intolerance. I'm sure they had diet restrictions and I sure I'm sure they had a cost per head thing. Hmm. And I'm sure the chef was pissed. That's right, what I because that's- who books an event and then like orders like spinach and two ounces of chicken for people? That was not this this thing. That the thing I just well, went no, to. I know, I know. You're talking about your and you when you were like that was like a cult like thing. Yeah. And what I'm thinking of is they were like, we want to do this thing, and they probably wanted some like a bunch of shit for free, and the chef was like, fuck this, like, it's a bunch of. Imp- uh, privileged white bitches hmm. let's just give them a fucking salad with some chicken fuck them like in my head when i heard that i wasn't thinking diet culture at all i was thinking pissed off chef hmm. that's what i was thinking of with a nothing a no budget yeah that's what i was thinking that makes so much sense about this one event it was a um it was a pl- i shouldn't have done it. it's fine um ex-mormon women's retreat where they like it felt like I figured, they were i figured that's what it was <clears throat> and it was in park city right mm-hmm. and the so prices like... there are so bloated anyways yes yeah, so that makes more yeah. sense yeah yeah so <laughs> when i heard that i was like i wasn't thinking diet culture at all i was like the chef was pissed that's why you guys got a salad mm. <laughs> like because when the chef is pissed you're getting a salad Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like when you gave the le- the, sh- the chef a list of things that he can't do, he or she cannot do, and then he has to do it for like $13 per person, motherfuckers are getting a salad. That makes sense. It has that nothing makes to so do much with, sense. It has nothing to do with diet culture. <laughs> okay. My second thing is that as a big person, no one makes me feel worse about my weight than you do. <laughs> no one makes me think that people think a certain way about certain things about big people than you do. And I think it's probably because you're not as far away from the culture as I am. And I've made my circle different than yours. Hmm. So maybe you're closer to it than I am, but certain things, and I'm sorry, I don't have an exact thing, but like if, if my friends went hiking and I was like, I'm just going to stay behind it would be a, a non-issue for me. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't know if it's an issue for them. And it probably isn't. So, I'm wondering if the issue really is inward. You know what I mean? Hmm. Because at, we're both two big girls and we're both beautiful girls. <clears throat> but, <laughs> like, the NFR, I know I wasn't getting looked at because I was fat. I was getting looked at because I was being loud or drunk. The the weight gets brought into almost every single thing. And I think you do it almost second, like you, it's second nature to you. Mm. And it's something you got to work on because it stops me in my tracks sometimes to the point where it's like, not everything's so weight related. Mm. <laughs> like, like it's not always about that. And I don't think if you held back on the hike, they're going to sit there and talk about what a fat piece of shit you are. And if they are, no, find new, I didn't find think new that. fucking friends, you know? <clears throat> I didn't think that that far, far extreme. Like, I felt a little unfair, but it always seems like there is an underlying thing. So well, and what unfortunately, you're saying is it's probably internal. 
Yeah, I think it's way internal. And unfortunately, we were raised in situations where our moms didn't take us exercising. They didn't take us for walks. They didn't give us strawberries instead of chocolate and Pepsi, for me anyways. And so like people going out for walks and stuff, like my cousin Shannon, who we love, her and her mom go out for walks and shoot the shit. And you and I go around cruising and shoot the shit mm-hmm. and eat junk food. That's us, our therapy. Hmm. Shannon Sonny's is walking. Hmm. And you see how skinny and beautiful she is. But she doesn't think anything of us because we're fat. She loves us. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't think people love me less because I'm fat. I think sometimes I'm tokenized as the fat friend. Like, I think that's just like continue. some like. I think that's just like some immature thinking and I think it's possible totally because of the culture we are in. (laughs) But like if those are the friendship groups that you have, try to get away from them is what I'm trying to kind of like the advice I'm trying to give because I'm like, I've been there and I get it. But like, you're seriously like my only friend Mm -hmm. that makes me feel like shit for being fat. And I don't mean like, to do that at all, and that makes me sad. And I'm I'm not trying to just I'm not I know I'm, that. I'm trying to own it, but like that's I, and I know sucky. you don't even I know you don't even mean to do it because I know you're trying to own yourself and this and this and that, but the amount of energy you focus on your body, and again, been there, <laughs> I've been there, where it's just like, but this and this and that, it's just like, can we get past it, man? Cool, we've mentioned it. Like if it's if it's imperative the story, cool. But it's not part of everything, you know what I mean. And like, I don't think. I don't think everything is about it, you know what I mean. Like I think people actually had healthy upbringings. We did not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. That and is I don't, fair. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I think that absolutely, we get fat shamed in this culture, absolutely. But I don't think everything is fat shaming. You know what I mean? I mean, and I'm not saying ever, I'm not saying you make everything about fat shaming, but I'm saying like cut in half. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> How you feeling? I'm feeling, I'm feeling like uh, lots of, I, I know exactly what I'm talking about at therapy on Monday for fucking sure. <laughs> Well, and I think I honestly, I think it's self memories that I, yeah, I lots of memories and instances where, you know, I didn't grow up thinking I was fat until somebody called me fat. And then I was like, what do you mean? And then like, and then it just kept happening and it keeps happening. And so I'm like, what the fuck? And then like, like uh, a couple of years ago, I went into a Verizon store and I was like fucking ignored. And I was like, okay. I was like stood around for 15 minutes and zero people said, hey, I'll be right with you or anything. I was just like stood there. And I was like, okay, I'll just go another place. Um, I was telling that to my aunt and she was like, people ignore fat people all the time. And I was just like, what? Like, I don't even like. Yeah, but people, it's not just fat people who are getting ignored. People get ignored all the time. That's why you need to be like, yo help me so i what i'm saying is is that like from when i was a child mm-hmm. this has probably been happening it's just indoctrinated the, the entire is time. what you're saying yeah. yes and like i can point out instances where it just keeps harboring inside me mm-hmm. and so yeah like i'm the one who's writing my reality right like the yeah. what i focus on is definitely 
coming up in my life and like mm-hmm. this must be something that like because like i love it's definitely myself. it's some it's some inner child shit for sure because yeah. every time we do it i'm like god this is childish so i'm just kind of that's why i'm just kind of like i'm not going to address it because it's just like whatever i know i do some childish shit too and i'm like she'll get over it she'll get over it she'll get over it well today i'm addressing it <laughs> you know what i mean because like i think what helped me was seeing into someone else's point of view you know what i mean and also being like, hey, here's what, like, because I told you the Tommy Basel story where he's like, you're beautiful. Yeah. And the fact that you're always saying, you know, Ugh, you know, it's making situations kind of awkward. And I don't, you know, I just don't think your friends see the way you think that they do. You know what I mean? Well, and like, I'm the one who's always like, you're beautiful, like, whatever, shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And, like, I say that to myself, and I love myself, but I just think that it's, like, everywhere, and, like, I know that a lot of it is having to do with my, probably a lot of my mother-in-law is around me. She's very, anyway, this is just, like, yeah, I know exactly what I need to talk about in therapy. On well, and I didn't want to slap you in the head today. I no. Didn't even see th- like... I didn't even see this coming. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I was just, like, you know, it sounds like the right time to address it. And well, this then, is like... the episode, right? Like, <laughs> We're talking about uh, yeah, I guess it is. So. Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. And then when you said the salad thing, I was like, yeah, the, the chef had like no money. And then you were like, yeah, it's so like diet culture. I'm like, oh, that's not what happened here at all. You know what I mean? And maybe it is. I mean, maybe it is. I'm not, I, I, you know, like I, I could be totally off base here. Well, you have a different set of perspective <laughs> yeah. from me. Like I coming, I'm coming from it from like an event centered thing where I'm just mm-hmm. like, you didn't. Yeah. So like, I can see what you're saying is like, the kitchen has a big part to do with like how those events play out too. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I do think you're beautiful and I do think you think you're beautiful, but I do think there is something inside you that we need to kill that hates fat people. What do you think? Yeah. 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 Because like, it's something inside me for sure. Part of me. Yeah. I had and, it. I mean, and, and sometimes I still, sometimes I still do. Sometimes I look at people and I'm like, glad I'm not that big, you know? And then I get that big, <laughs> you know, but like fat phobia exists. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying it doesn't and I'm not discounting your experiences. Well, I'm not saying- to say that I fucking hate myself because there's like, Ever, I mean, it's the confidence has been slowly creeping in. It's not like I've made zero progress in the last oh, three years that we've been yeah. talking. Absolutely. But um, and it comes, it comes in, it it comes in waves, you know. Right, right. Because I like fucking find bodies beautiful. Like I follow everybody that's like whatever the size or shape or whatever, like skin color. Because I'm just like the, the diversity is so wonderful. And then like. I'm talking this about keeps you, coming up. though. I'm talking about you. Yeah, this keeps coming up. So it's, it's like it's you. Yeah. How, what do you like? What you see? Yeah, I do like what I see. Unfortunately, well. <laughs> <laughs> why? Unfortunately, well, because I feel like okay, but ma- see, that's that's fucking where it is, dude. <laughs> the unfortunately, though, I love the way I look, mm-hmm. and then I feel like I'm. I feel like there's an air of rejection somehow maybe i like put myself out there and people were like 
oh, and you know what? Somebody was like, I'm glad you feel that way. <laughs> and maybe that was a reflection of how they were feeling about themselves. But it, to me, it sounds like I'm glad you feel that way because you don't look that way. This this is me reading into it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like when I walked down when I was like, what, 22 and I was wearing stilettos. I was completely covered. And she, my boss, when I was a nanny, said, it looks like you love yourself. And I went back up and changed. Because I'm like, oh, I look like shit. <laughs> but it's also like, do I like anything about what this woman wears? No. Hmm. Like, you got to get in touch with reality. Do you actually give a flying Christ about what anybody thinks? What this person thinks? You're married, man. You right. know what I mean? Right. Like, and do you like do you actually care what someone who actually mm. is going to judge you by the way your body is? Like you do you care what their brain how it works, how it functions? Like do you honestly give a flying fuck? Other side of that token is when I look at myself and I'm feeling myself, I also feel like I'm giving myself excuses for my bad behavior. Yeah. Which which is you know, my bed, my bedside sweets. <laughs> <laughs> God love them. <laughs> Those little crybabies. It's been the, uh, the, uh, those pretzels that are like New Orleans flavored. Oh my God. What is New Orleans flavoring? Like Blood, sweet, sweat, and tears. sweet and spicy. <laughs> Everything New I need. Orleans. Pretzels? Is that not what they're called? They're like Zappos. Zappo Cajun. pretzel sticks. Voodoo. Voodoo, voodoo, yeah. They're so fucking good. What do they taste like? Sweet and spicy. Alright. <laughs> God's sake. <laughs> Do you know okay. what is, um, I wonder how far back that, uh, take a drive and talk with me and that's a coping skill, right? Going on a drive. Mm-hmm. And like, how far back does that go? Because like when people say that they walk with their moms, I'm like, why? How? My mom never when did they, that. When I'm they like, say they talk to their mom. <laughs> For real. Why? Like, how? <laughs> well, like, I, honestly, she, like I can remember Sonny and Shannon walking for as long as I can remember. Just walking around Panguitch, just shooting the shit. Hmm. And like, that's like such, like Shannon walks five miles a day. And like, she, she listens to this podcast while she does it. Hey, Shan. And <laughs> like, it's just like ingrained in her. Yeah. Because I mean, her mom's a nurse. Uh, Sonny's a nurse. And like, they have healthy habits. We have, I mean, I'm not saying that driving around is bad, but, like, we sure as shit didn't exercise. We sure as shit ate a lot of pasteurized food. We sure as shit, you know? Yeah. When we when we ate, you know, we have bad habits. And we cannot fault our friends, our skinny friends, for having good habits. We cannot do that. Well, no, we don't do that. Because we I don't mean, body shame. And we don't... I but mean, like, and also, like, the, in a roundabout they, way, though, aren't you, though? Because you're, like, making yourself feel bad, which is they're going to hear this and then feel bad, which is in turn going to make them feel bad about their healthy habits. 
Like, we can't shame these people for having healthy habits. I don't think... Okay, so I don't think that having healthy habits... I just don't think that... Like, what I told Spence is, like, I don't think that they understand that, like, doing too much is also not good for me. Like, I recognize my limits. I'm working on myself. Just let me do it. And, like, it was just a lot. And I was like, yeah, no. And they didn't shame me or say, like, we missed you or, like, whatever. They just, this like. Was, this was all in your head, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we know what we're talking about in therapy next week. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Okay. What I'm saying. <laughs> okay. I want to tell, I want to talk about it now though, but anyway, it is. Yeah. Because I um, it, I did tell my therapist. Like it, sorry, go. I did. Th I did tell my therapist that like. I'm excited for Halo to um, go to school closer to me because then I can just like walk with her to school, and she was like, "Oh, that's such a good idea," and I was like, "I feel like." My mom didn't walk me to school i walked to school i loved it but like if my mom were to have walked me to school when i was a kid and i would have just had like a mile there and a mile back to like say what happened or whatever because spence and i only can have hard conversations when we're kind of doing something together and usually that's driving well same me and you too yeah. yep <laughs> and so like i think just by walking that gives me a little bit more time with her and like one of my good friends jessica she's always talking about walking with her mom and i was like oh i love that you do that and like i know that i can't start that habit or like that tradition i guess with my kid when she's like older like it starts when they're young right mm -hmm. like all of these mm -hmm. habits start when they're young yeah. so like yeah just walking with her together will give us like that we're spending energy together time together and it's an opportunity to talk and like decompress from their day or like you well know what it's I mean? instilling that go out and have a, a walk around the block my family didn't even go for a walk around the block no like we didn't do that shit and i feel like even if like i live a block away from the cemetery and i never go walk through the cemetery which is so stupid yeah that's not like you I know. And like, <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? Like, habits are important. Yeah. So, and also not shaming people who have healthy habits. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not saying that you are. I'm not saying that you are. I'm just saying that like, let's try not to alienate people who have healthy habits as well. Like, fat shaming is absolutely a thing and fat shamers can go fuck themselves. But there is a difference between fat shaming and healthy habits. Yeah. And a low budget. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm really glad that you said that about that event. Cause I was just like, I get worked up about shit like that. I'm like, hello, feed us. Because the great thing about this trip that I went on last week was that all the food was planned and prepared for. And like, they were all like good it's meals. Inclusive. Yeah. Yeah. And like a variety of food and like a variety of flavors. And like there was like no low fat anything. Like this person definitely believes in butter. And like all of that is like so great that I was just like, this is so refreshing to be a part of a per of a place that is just like values good food. They're like, yes, we do. 
Yeah, they're like, let's have go have a goddamn weekend. Sounds like it looks like you had a good time, you know. I mean, I had, and that I had a fucking great time. That was the moral of the story: is that like I went, I had a great time. I came home, I was exhausted. <laughs> Thirty minutes later, <laughs> <laughs> and it all stemmed around. I mean, yeah, I do have, you know, I have fucking issues. Of course, that's why people listen. I know, right? They're like these fucking psychos. <laughs> um, speaking of psychos, Succession's back. I oh my god, <laughs> the final season too. I mean, who do you think's getting it all? Fuck. If it's not Greg, I'm I'm burning my house down, and by okay. my house I mean Lisa's. <laughs> don't don't listen if you're gonna be watching. You should watch Succession. Anyway. I honestly don't think I have any, like, spoilers to give, except for the... I don't really have anything to give here, but I, uh... It's it's heating up. <laughs> the dynamics. All of the, the dynamics. dynamics. The dynamics. The Did you see on dynamics. the, um... Do you see on the, like, the title card, I guess, when you go into HBO, you click on Succession, and then it says, like, it's just like the, the, the picture that is in the background, right? What is it? It's like they're on a balcony. Uh-huh. Shiv is on the far left. Tom is on the far right. That's pretty symbolic. Yeah. Um, all the kids Fucking are a. in the background. Yeah. And then like they're all looking towards Logan. Logan is looking at us. But then in the... So it would be just to the right hand side of Logan, but it's when we're looking at it, it's the left. Mm-hmm. Um, Roman is that, is that his upper right hand, right? It's kind of symbolic. And he's also looking in a way that makes you think he might be looking at us too. Oh, and they reference art a lot. Interesting. Okay. Now I need to look at that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, he might be the best suited for it. Spencer was like, he's perfect because he's Logan. He's a dirty rat bastard. Yeah, but he's also, he has no backbone. And so Logan needs to get him a backbone this season. It's really what it hmm. is, right? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I don't know. What do you think about the Trump, Trump indictment? <laughs> I'm less than optimistic for some reason, I think. Yeah, at this point, it's like, I was talking to Jake about it, and he's obviously a Trumper, and he likes Elon Musk. And he asked me, what day was it? It was last week. And he's like, what do you think about this? And I'm like, I don't know. Shit or get off the pot. He's like, that's exactly how I feel. I'm like, either fucking do it or don't. And he's like, and who even cares? And I'm like, well, he misappropriated fucking funds, dude. I'm like, this campaign funding is getting so fucking out of control. I've had it. Mm-hmm, I'm like, mm-hmm. Democratic, Republican, I don't give mm-hmm, a shit. Like, mm-hmm. I've had it. And I'm like, but yeah, shit or get off the pot. So it's nice to see him actually getting charged with something. But like, <laughs> the whole thing's a shit show. You know, honestly, I was thinking about it the other day. And the fact that he was playing <laughs> Fortunate Son by Credence Clearwater uh at his rallies to begin with i thought it was a joke me i think this whole entire thing was a fucking joke that got out of hand because let me read you the lyrics to fortunate son by credence because first of all credence oh my god 
Credence Clearwater Revival uh, was the soundtrack to the Vietnam War that 45 went ahead and draft dodged. Okay. Hold on. I got it. I just need you. Oh, my God. Some folks are born made to wave the flag. Ooh, they're red, white, and blue. <laughs> and when the band plays Hell to the Chief, ooh, they point the cannon at you, Lord. It ain't me, it ain't me, I ain't no senator's son. It ain't me, it ain't me, I ain't no fortunate one. <laughs> Some folks are born silver spoon in hand. <laughs> Lord, don't they help themselves, Lord? <laughs> but when the tax man come to the door, Lord, the house looking like a rummage cell, yeah? It ain't me, it ain't me, I ain't no millionaire's son. <laughs> Oh my god. It ain't me. It ain't me. I ain't no fortunate one. Yeah, some people some folks inherit star spangled eyes. Woo, they send you down to warlord. And when you ask them how much should we give? They only answer more, 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 more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. He dry. He dodged the trap. <laughs> oh my god. Do you know, like from the very beginning, he he walked out to his like he won the presidency, and he walked out to, you can't always get what you want. Attack right now, you guys. I'm laughing so hard. I think I'm literally having a heart attack. You can't, but sometimes you get what you need. Oh shit! My brother's drunk. He's sending me YouTube videos. Oh my god. Okay. Um. Sorry. I gotta. I seriously think I just had a spasm. My body hurts. I'm having a heart attack, and he walks. Oh my god. I really think Fortunate Son was his first cease and desist. Oh, really? Sean Fogarty was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's get caught up on current events so we can go to the... It just feels... Okay. It feels... It feels... It feels like the entire thing has been just like a shit show. Obviously, we all feel that way, right? Right. Um, But like, more than anything... Like, did you hear about... um, the protest in Tennessee. Oh yeah, yeah. How those two black Democrats got expelled because they yes. joined in the protest. This yes, the first time it happened in the Civil War era. It just feel. I mean, it just feels so bizarre to me that like, yeah, but also like the system's fucked anyway. The system has been fucked. So like, it doesn't surprise me that at the end stage of this, it's just gonna get more and more bizarre and like what the fuck is happening type of thing something that's not getting the news is 15 million people are getting kicked off medicaid what yeah now why this is an important story to me is my dad is on medicaid he's dying of a mess as a lot of you know but (coughs) hold on i gotta clear my throat because i'm gonna start laughing again um why this is a funny story is uh, when I was like a teenager, uh, I was way more political than I am now. Shocker, I know. Uh, and 
I was asking my dad, like, yo, bro, like, are you seriously a Republican? <laughs> and he said he had three houses, a Harley, a, a truck. Uh, he was in the union in Vegas. He was married. His wife had a car and a Harley. <laughs> um, they went to Mexico every year. Uh, they voted Republican. They were middle class. And I said he was in a union, right, in Vegas. Um, <laughs> he paid pretty minimal child support. <laughs> but uh, he was like, when you're older, you'll start voting Republican. And mm. now he has nothing. Like, he literally has nothing. He's in debt. He's divorced. He's lost all of his houses in bankruptcy. They had to do take out bankruptcy because of all of his medical bills. The union dropped him because he has a slow burn death. He's had this death since he was tw- since I was 21. I'm 34. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I think since I was like 20. Uh, I'm going to be 35 next month. He has nothing. And because he voted Democrat or Republican his whole adult life because he was rich back then mm-hmm. and didn't think ahead that maybe one day he'd have fucking MS. He has no support. And whose shoulders does it fall on? I, well, I don't give a fuck about this man. <laughs> and like, none of us really care. Like Jake's like, I'm not bringing him up here. Plus he won't come because he wants to be around his ex-wife. Like what? What? He's going to rot in this fucking, like, but, like, you reap what you sow, Kim. You do reap what you sow. Like, what what a sad irony, huh? He has nothing. Nothing. And I remember that conversation being like, when you're older and wiser, you'll start voting Republican. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, my so grandparents said that stupid. all the time. Yep. And he and he's like, yeah, you, you're not gonna want all your money to go to all these fucking uh, these aid programs. And I'm like, if our country isn't well, none of us are well. And there he is dying in a fucking care center slowly. Jeez. And it looks like he's getting his care taken away because he's not in the retirement age because they just raised that. And he's a poor person. They're taking it away from poor people because this country villainizes poor people. Wow. Now, speaking of not poor people. <laughs> oh my god. This is just a funny can I talk story. A, can I talk about yeah, this? No. Yeah, cuz like <clears throat> everybody in my family is on Medicaid, Medicare. Mm-hmm. I don't have the capacity to take care of them. But there has been this uh William Fitzsimmons song. It's called Pittsburgh. It's on one of his most recent albums. He um he says should all their sons forgive their fathers where they fell and wrapped and wrap them for the cold to rest their winters well. Does that make sense? No. Basically saying like if we forgive our fathers because they're aging so that they can rest their final stages mm-hmm. here well. And like all that song has been playing in my head and it's just like with all of the Medicare and Medicaid going to shit like because I was always just like they have medical insurance you know they have it so well it's like there needs to be term limits and age limits like I've had it I'm over it Biden's fucking 87 like okay ew yes 
Yes. Everything that he puts into Lot, he's not going to see it. Like, no. come on. Come no. on. No, no. And this is why Bernie the system's out. fucked. I love Bernie, but get him the fuck out. I love Bernie, too. And, like, I don't want that. I don't have any. <laughs> I don't have any. Like, people are like, this person or this person or this person. And I'm like, for what? They're too old. They live. They already lived in their wealth. Like, and aren't we the biggest um, voter block right now, millennials? Uh, boomers aren't are aren't they? Biggest boomers. Are I the think we're getting every, close. The biggest of everything. Yeah, boomers are starting to die off. Thank God. Millennials and Gen Z will soon dominate the U.S. elections. That was October 2020, so that's not news. That's why they want to raise the voting age, those fucking fascists. Yes, they do. They want to send them to war, but they can't vote. Fuck them. Okay, speaking of people who have been sent to war. Okay, so I've been watching Jake's Kids, Kate. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you watch my story? No. Uh, what is happening? Okay, so I've been watching Jake's Kids, and everyone knows. Okay. This actually kind of ties into something. Okay, I want to share a statistic, and I had <sighs> shit. I had the thing, but I don't have any more. So uh, the other day, Aubrey was saying to me how poor Zach had to watch Garfield with Draven one winter, and it must have been so hard on him. And I was like, because I was bitching about Peppa Pig, and I was like, excuse me, I spent years with every single one of these motherfuckers. But since I have a vagina, no one bats an eye. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was just like, I'm not mad, but Jesus, like, even the girls do it to each other, you know? <laughs> so anyways, uh, women and girls make up to, uh, make up of 75% of unpaid caregiving in this country. Mm-hmm. Shocker. Not really. So anyways, I was, I mean, I, and Jake pays my rent he has he's been paying my rent so whatever but uh <laughs> yesterday i because i had to watch him two days in a row and i was like fuck all this and i woke up and uh i was like i'm making myself an irish coffee so i made myself like a heavy-handed irish coffee when i make myself a drink it's usually pretty heavy-handed mm-hmm. spencer seen me he i mix it with pepsi and then i eat a pepsi chaser he's seen me do it <laughs> <laughs> so anyways Jake gets home early today and uh, I'm just like sitting there shooting the shit with Sophie and he's like uh, did you enjoy that did you enjoy drinking my my special Scott my special bourbon last night yesterday and I was like yeah I made myself an Irish coffee he's like well that makes it even more mad and I'm like why <laughs> he's like so it was a really expensive bottle of bourbon and I'm like oh my god shut up I will have someone send you some he's like you don't know where I got it and I'm like uh, you just got back from the South. I'm guessing the South. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, one of my chefs lives there. I'll have him send you a bottle. And he's like, I had someone get it for me special. And they charged me double. And I'm like, first of all, you need better friends. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who charges you double? Um, and so I looked it up. It's a 200 bottle. $200 oh, bottle. Oh, my God. Bourbon. Bobby, uh, I would be pissed if you used that. <laughs> How much did you drink? I told him I only had two shots, but I know it was more than that. But he doesn't listen to the podcast, so how much did you drink? I don't know. I was making myself a drink. Oh, my God. And it was in a bag, so I wasn't, like, looking. I just was pouring. 
Yeah, I know. It's $200 bottle of fucking bourbon that I could buy for his ass. Well, and I texted him, and I'm like, please tell. And he, it's $170, so if he, he spent like $300 a bo- for on this bottle. First of all, who who spends that on a bottle of booze? Stop it. Let's not pretend so, like Second of all, if he can spend that much on booze, he can sure pay you more, right? I know. Right? Right? That's, th- uh, thank you, thank you. That's $100 <laughs> Less than he pays me a month to watch his children. <laughs> we can tell like, who your priorities lie. I know. I'm like, I had that $200 Irish coffee for every caregiver out there. Uh, <laughs> and I poured one out too. Thank you. Thank you. Well, and he's like, he goes, I'm like, Jake, you know, I'm, he's like, I'm, an, I'm like, I'm an alcoholic. So are you. You know, I have a problem. And he goes, if I would have had cheaper alcohol in here, I would have been pissed, but I didn't, so I guess it's okay. <laughs> it's the only stuff he just had available. Two people with a problem just commiserating. <laughs> <laughs> my beer! My, my drinks! <laughs> my drinks! And then we sat down and had a drink. I had <laughs> too. Like, I only had one Oh my god! I only had one drink of bourbon. Well, he told me, too, he goes... You know I wanted to get like a collection going. He's he thinks he's getting a collection of bourbon going. You know, think white yes, and serious yes. shit. That shit ain't happening. You know, like come on, well, none of it. Come on. <laughs> and also the fact that there isn't vodka always in that house when we're in a conflict with Ukraine and Russia and his wife is half and half. There should always yes. be sympathy vodka in the house. Yes. Hello. Say hello. The good stuff. Um. <laughs> I know they're going to get imported onto that goddamn base. I know they are. Probably is a good idea that there's not a whole lot going on there, though. <laughs> you still um, have to watch the kid, you know. Oh no, yeah, I didn't. I didn't have like a big drink, but it was. It's still a two hundred dollar bottle of fucking scotch. No matter what kind of drink I had, I still had a drink of it <laughs> in coffee. In coffee, that is the funniest. <laughs> that makes me even more mad. <laughs> But then I text him and I was like, I'm having, because my chef that lives in New Orleans, he's like been nominated for the James Beard Award more than once. And I'm like, my James Beard Award winning chef will will get some and have it meld over. So if you can think of anything you want from the South between now and midsummer when I can afford it, let me know. (laughs) And he's like, you don't have to get anything. I'm just busting your balls. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. You're getting some. And that, kids, is the story about how Aunt Bobby paid uh, your daddy. <laughs> Should we do this damn episode since we're already an hour in? That's how we roll. People, this is, this is the roll. podcast, yo. Beauty industry. Boom. The beauty industry. I need a drink before we go. So please hold. A bourbon? I mean, maybe. $200 bottle of bourbon? You want to come over and get a shot? <laughs> Not, I don't have $200 oh. bourbon. Who buys no, that? I just need to some water. He was trying to tell me, too, that I didn't know brands of bourbon, so I didn't know my shit about bourbon. He said I didn't know things about expensive bourbons. Does he and not I, know that you're a whole-ass bartender? Well, we got in a huge fight about it last week. And I was just like, fuck you. I was like, if I started any conversation about helicopters with, did you know? (laughs) 
I'm like, <laughs> I would be a fucking bitch. And uh, <laughs> and today he was like, you act like you know everything about bartending. I'm like, I, d- I don't think I know everything about. He's like, I don't think you know anything about nice bourbons. And it's like, bitch, it has nothing to do with niceness. It's a flavor profile. It's a sweet smokiness. That's what a bourbon is. It's like, mm. I can't get into it right now. Let it out. Let it out. I'll get angry. I'll get angry. Get angry. No, I've I've been too angry about it for the past week. This podcast is about dropping the facade. Well, and I text my boss about it, and uh, who made me a bartender to begin with, and she was just like, what? 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 We've sat through so many bullshit. (laughs) Well, and that's the thing that I think maybe he, maybe that's something that I don't give him the benefit of the doubt about, is that I have not let him in on that part of my life about how many things I've sat through, and like... (laughs) How many times I've had to kiss a guy to get him to shut up about talking about whiskey? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It, it's only once, but that's that's a, that's a time. No, I think it's probably more than once. But like in my industry, people obsess about this shit, and they always want to talk to you about it. So whether you want to or not, you're absorbing this knowledge. So, but I don't let him in on this information, so it's my own damn fault. Um, isn't it? Um, okay, I had a thought, but it's going to turn into sexism. No, go for it. Let's do it. Let's see. Twitter. Did you see that tweet that was like... I don't do Twitter, but yes, go. (laughs) Mansplaining. Somebody called mansplaining, like... <clears throat> good one thanks it's really solid that's I, my I brain really like that content yeah. it was it's really good brain. content i like uh it. speaking of my brain spencer was like you really need to like get a job and i was like let me tell you something <laughs> let me tell you something <laughs> and i mean this in all sincerity i am entry level at best for anything but lashes <laughs> And even then, I'm, like, pretty tapped out mentally for the amount of things that I can do. So, like, mm-hmm. and then he was like, you can go back to school. And I was like, I have tried three different times to go to school. I don't think you understand how, like, brain damaged I am. It's not just, like, the CPTSD slash ADHD. It's surviving the pandemic. It's being a mom on top of that. I have I have zero left. I, yeah. I'm giving it my all here. So that sucks. <laughs> but um it also is embarrassing like having to like smile and sit through when a man like is explaining something to you that you like know that they're being wrong about and you're just like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, what? Mm-hmm. And then like you're calculating the social scenarios and like what is the repercussion of me just being like shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm talking about your whiskey thing. Um, well, I just, I just looked at him like he was an idiot. He's like, why are you making me feel dumb? I'm like, why are you making me feel dumb? <laughs> this is what I do for a living, you jackass. And then today he, when he was like, I don't think you know anything about high-end bourbon. It's like, goddamn right I don't because I fucking hate bourbon, bitch. <laughs> like, I've had a sip of a lot of things in my lifetime. A lot of things. 
do I remember them? No. You want to know why? Because when you're a bartender, it's more about the experience of the sip than like the label. That's really more what it's about. It's about the flavor profile. It's about all that sort of thing. It's not just about with the label. Like, he doesn't understand what level they want. I'm so beyond that. But he's just like, he doesn't get it. And I, I don't let him in. I don't let him in, so it's my own damn fault. So whatever. <laughs> whatever. I, 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 that's why I can't get mad about it. It's my own damn fault. <laughs> Punch him in his big head. <laughs> Is it frustrating for you that, like, you're the youngest sibling and, like, do you feel like you have to fight harder to be heard? They just think I'm stupid all the time. And whether they think I, they don't think I am. They've told me on many occasions they don't think I am, but they treat me like I am. Mm. Like in their delivery, whether they know that they are or not. I think it's just because that's how we were raised. <laughs> that when they talk to me, they treat they talk to me like I'm they talk down to me. Hmm. And they don't do it all the time, obviously. We can have conversations. It's gotten a lot better over the years, but it still feels like I'm and part of it's me, and I definitely like revert back. Right, because kind of like with me and the fat shit, it's like the same. Yeah, and like, I don't know. There's like, I don't know. Like, I feel like Jake told me that was a $300 bottle today, and I know that it wasn't because it was a $170 bottle. Mm-hmm. And I guess it was if it was doubled, if his friend doubled the price. <laughs> But he just fucking lied to me today. And I'm like, you little bitch. Why would you lie to me about that? And he also said that it was an out of the country. And it's like, dude, I can figure that out in like two seconds. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just like annoying to me. Like, he was like trying to like punish me in a weird way by lying. And I was just like, I don't know. It, I was just, it was just like, it, it all felt very weird and childish. You know what I mean? And like not respectful of each other's profession. <laughs> I love when you're like the thing about helicopters. <laughs> Did you know? <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> he's lucky when he's like, if I was violent, if I was violent like my uncles, and he said, "Did you know?" and he said anything about any booze, I would have charged him <laughs> in that moment. <laughs> Whatever. Do you want to hear how my OnlyFans is going? You have an OnlyFans? (laughs) Tell me everything. Because I've been thinking about selling jars of farts. (laughs) I've been thinking about doing mukbangs with my cousin Katie and just selling jars of farts. This is, I mean, like, it's like, okay, how much do feet go for? Okay, I, I could get nastier than that for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I use Top so much cheese. Top those muck bangs, dude. Let's do it. We're, we're going to. <laughs> <laughs> we have talent, okay? I, you don't even need talent to do that, believe it or not. You just, just we should eat people, on this podcast. People just want to, want to. Watch you eat a thing and then smell your farts while they watch you eat the thing. Yeah. That's disgusting. And people want it. People do want it. And you know what? Men. And God love you for having money for that. For making more money than us. Yeah. That's what that pay wage is. Pay gap is for. That that pay gap's all about. 
god. My brother said me music videos. What time is it? It's a, it's not even nine o'clock. He's that drunk. Honestly, our OnlyFans <laughs> might make us a lot more money than this podcast. Oh, I agree. I believe. And then in we'd that. get to eat together. We could shit talk and eat. I would still want to do this podcast and have a little bit of normalcy. <laughs> and <laughs> because that's what this podcast is. Oh my god. <laughs> My brother said today, because he goes, do you want a drink? And I was like, uh, I got to do the podcast later. He's like, oh, never mind. And I'm like, well, it's in four hours. I'll have one. I'm an alcoholic. Um, and he goes, what are you gossiping about today? Like, I thought you didn't listen. <laughs> Don't shame me about gossiping. That's how yeah. women survive. Yeah. Bitch. I, you, so last time we posted an episode, I was like, title. And you were like, what? And so I just... I think you were too far gone. You definitely were too far gone uh, when I was texting you about what's the title all, of the last episode. I drank episode. a whole bottle yes, of you did. Day, I believe. Yes, yeah. Yes, I did. I could tell because you deleted the stories the next day, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> she was like, uh, yeah, this is a little too much. Um, my thought was, fuck, and I feel like I've insulted you. <laughs> what? Oh, just barely? <laughs> Oh, yeah. I didn't even know what to title it. So then I was like, I guess I'm titling it. I was high, too, when I, the next, you know. So I was just like, this is what I'm going to title this, and I hope you like it, Bobby. <laughs> so the, I hope the you liked title? it. title? Yeah. I hated it. I, but... I knew you would, but then I was like, she's not going to tell me to, to, to change it. <laughs> she's not going to get hammered and <laughs> tell me. I was shocked that I got through that whole bottle. I must. I think I. I must have done. I had to have dumped some of it, right? No. A whole bottle of Jameson, and I remember you would, you would waste it. I know, right? But like, I remember <laughs> finishing it and Lisa coming home from the airport. I remember that whole interaction. So you tell me. I don't know. I'm not gonna shame you for your alcoholism. I'm fucking. I got. I'm a <laughs> fucking stoner. Who knew I would be like this? Uh, you know what's wild is I drink a way less than I used to. That's what's crazy. <laughs> oh my god. Help me, someone. How am I alive? I think I had a mini I think I had a mini stroke when I was laughing about that Trump shit. I have laughed that hard and I've been like I busted like both my arms so many things inside me. I was like, oh my god. This is it. This is the event. <laughs> this is what they We're call healing over the- with laughter. <laughs> it's just, just like healed over. And you just like leave it going and it's just like the whole like it's like six hours long. You're just like dying laughing. <laughs> no, it's like you being like Bobby, Bobby, it's me dead. And like the ambulance coming, someone breaking into the house. I would definitely call Lisa. Yeah, but she's in Guatemala, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she'd give you a code. She'd give you a code to the house. There's yeah. a, she's 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 got a tech house. Hmm. Who would so do you want to hear about my OnlyFans, right? Oh yeah. What the fuck? How did we get off that topic? Oh, we we're talking about farts and jars. Sorry, that was on me. I apologize. This is why we do this podcast. I never have more fun. I know. Why do we post on it? shit with you. I don't know. 
We're like, I'm not feeling up to it today. And then we have like a good time. <laughs> Every single time. I know. I don't think it's a good day. I'm not feeling well. <laughs> Something with this fucking weather, man. Yeah, amen, blah. It's too windy. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good excuse. I like that one. I think I used that for you. I, I was like, like I dude, do- it's too windy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that works that way, but whatever. Whatever. No, the internet here was wonky. I will get, I will say that. It was... I don't know if it, what was what was happening, if we had like a lot of video meetings going on upstairs or what the hell, but I was like, why do I get, get, keep getting kicked out of my stories? <sighs> yeah. So it probably was the wind or something. That's fine. You know what we did? We had like, we airdropped a bunch of shit and I brought all these cords because I was going to do this. I headed a little activity for everybody in had everybody do a PowerPoint presentation, which was fucking hilarious and amazing. Like, you know, those TikToks where you see that people are doing presentations and they're like, 10 serials that are gay or whatever. Like, just goofy ass shit. It was great. It was really fun. Did Lucky Charms or Tricks win? (laughs) I don't know. That was just, that was an example. (laughs) But I think... You don't have an answer? Oh, I think... Oh, Tricks 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 because they're, the they're for two reasons yeah um it is i knew it. i knew it fruity flavored and rainbow colored so the cross section of that is like the gayest i think oh they didn't bring up cocaine at all no oh that's interesting no like some of the presentations were oh, like it's the white pony oh wait I saw... what the fuck are you talking about it's either chasing the white pony or the white rabbit that's cocaine i think it's the white pony oh White rabbit might be shrooms. So you're talking you're talking about okay, I don't even know what you're talking about. Anyways, cocaine's a gay thing. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> it is. Yes. Sure. I've done yes, so much cocaine with gay people. Okay, let me just text JD right now. Don't ask JD. He's a Mormon gay. I know. I wanna see what his I wanna see what the spectrum is like. Oh god. It's white pony. Is cocaine a gay thing? Yes, it's a gay and a Mexican thing. What the fuck? What do you mean? Well, are you mad because you're both and you're bad at both? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm half at both. So. <clears throat> no, so you you got the bad side. The bad start, side of both. I was the w- non, <laughs> the non local cane. <laughs> side of both. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, what I was saying was the presentations were all like airdropped to the TV and I had brought all these cords so that I could like make sure that we could connect to the TV. But like, you don't need that anymore. Like technology is like racing past us. So wait, you gave your friends homework and you're worried they don't like you because you're fat. The reason why they don't like you is because you gave them homework. No. (laughs) I'm kidding. They like you. (laughs) No. We had to do free activities, and I was like, we could all do this. Everybody always says they want to, like, have that at, like, a girls' night, but they, like, never commit to it, so we did it. No? We did it. We did it. You don't ever say, I want to go to a girls' night and have have wine and do, like, presentations about dumb shit? First of all, something I never say is, I want to have a girls' night, and it just stops there. Okay. 
There it is. <laughs> I'm never like, I want to go stay the weekend with some people in a house. I never say that. I'm usually like, I'm ready to go to my bed. <laughs> you did say that I'm for like, the NFR, though. I didn't. You did say that for the NFR, though. That I wanted to stay the whole weekend with my girls. Was I drunk? You were like, I'm excited to go down for our, to our friend's house. Did we go back the next day? No. Is the case closed? Yeah, we absolutely did. We had a fun time, though. I know we did, but it was a, it was a one-nighter. Yeah, it's like, bye, I'm going back to my bed. You do, I, I was uh, considering a drug run today. I was like, oh shit. All I need is like 10 hours somewhere and somebody who would drive down with me. (laughs) And I was like. It's Wendover, you dipshit. It's two hours away. I know, but I want to go get better shit than that. It's the the same company. No, I mean, I want to go 10 hours that way and then 10 hours back. But I was like, Bobby would do it, but not really because she's. But I remember it. It was like, I could, I could probably do it. I could probably be a mule. And that's, that's when I was just like, have I gone too far in this, this journey? Do I need to consider what I'm doing to myself? You want to hear some bullshit? The other day, my diller gave me some, he got me high on his chronic. Okay. Which I don't smoke chronic. I just get high on the weed pens. Like I like to keep it low key. And then he told me a guy I used to like is now single and he owns a house. What? Was, wasn't that malicious? And he's not? What? Well, that was rude, right? What a dick. I know, rude. What a dick. I was like, what, wow. are, you trying to pull? what are you trying to pull here, bro? I was like, oh, it's a bummer that I know. I'm like, are you trying to set something? Like, I didn't. I didn't ask. I didn't want to seem thirst. I didn't want to seem like I had a thirst going, even though I was like, what? And now you don't want to like, be the first to reach out. Like, that's not going to work out well. Well, I don't have his number saved. Get real. This is the restaurant industry. <laughs> oh yeah. Also, also, also. <laughs> if you would, you could, because you've done it before. Like, you've just get in contact with people, and you're like, what's up? Let's talk. So that's true. That's fair. But I don't think that I will, because mm. I'm not a glutton for punishment. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but i was also like bro what are you doing to me here hello I'm too high okay but this. also fucking life is short bobby shoot your shot i don't think i want to who is it you don't know him that's what you always say when you don't want to tell me no you literally don't know this man <laughs> i promise <laughs> was it- <laughs> i promise you you don't know him but, All like, right. I think, I honestly think my diller thinks he and I would be a good couple, and he thinks we're just both too shy to make it happen, and he's trying yes. to make it happen. And I'm like, what are you doing here? Because he's married, and we all like his wife. Like, we're all, like, a community. But I'm like, what are you doing? Community like, a little different. It's fine. <laughs> you're, I'm like, you're going to have to be, A, first of all, rude. You got me high before you told me this information. Yes, that's true. <laughs> That's so, true. On, That's on a real dick supply, move. sir. When the dealer gets you high on his supply, it's so rude. To, especially when he when he drops that kind of information. It's like, bitch, what? What were you trying to say to me? And then he's like, yeah, he uh, broke up with this girl and he's single. And he's yeah, they, he bought his house with his brother. They're just chilling. 
and his roommate that you slept with doesn't live there anymore. <laughs> well. Like, cool. Good to know all this very pertinent information. Thank you very much, Diller. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> I'm going to go drive home and scream into a pillow. Thank you. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> Um, I just watched the episode of Modern Family where Gloria, she has to eat 12 grapes and like, it's a tradition in Colombia and Jay is like, trying to tell her that it's not that important of a tradition. And she said, last year I was single mother living in a trailer and today I am married to the man of my dreams in a beautiful house and my children are safe. Or like, you know, she's just like trying to make a point that like, she's like grapes. She's like. (laughs) It's symbolic of like grabbing what you want and like putting it in to motion. Like it's a, it's a fucking woo thing. It's fine. But like, um, yeah, I think that about maybe, maybe this is like the catalyst. Maybe next year you are living in the big house, Bobby. It's not a big house. It's, it's a big house. It's a bigger house than what you got. Uh, Lisa's house is gigantic. Well, that's true. And it's in Titsville too. It's like got the best view i love lisa so much i actually really miss her while she's in guatemala even though she has international we've been texting she's fine (laughs) (laughs) we talk on the ring (laughs) that's cute but uh the turtle came out and he greeted me this morning um but uh no, I don't know what it means, and I don't know if I want it. And as far as the married man's concerned, you want an update on that? Yes, I do. That's what I was going to go next. Because I've been home alone for six days, for God's sake. Or has it been five? Anyways, he told me last week he just wants to be buds. And I'm like, mm-hmm. cool. Because I told him I was like, um, because he thinks being mean is flirting because he's no. been married for 20 years. He got mm. married when he was a teenager, so... He doesn't know how to actual fl- actually flirt. Uh, and he keeps going, I'm really bad at texting. You should just invite me over. And I'm like, shut up. <sighs> just shut up. Like the, reason the, way- why you're not, the reason why you're not over here right now is because you don't want the same people that we know to know that we're hooking up. Anyway, I was like, well, I'm going to have the house to myself soon, so you better be a good boy. And then, like, the next day, he got in a fight with me, and then he was like, I think we should just be buds. And I was just like, okay, whatever. Like, that's what you want. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck. And, uh... <laughs> like, I was you say like, that like I should care a little bit more, right? <laughs> yeah, no shit. You act like you're my only choice. Like, I don't give a <laughs> fuck, dude. Cool. <laughs> Shot you, she, she, you know, you did what you did. Like, yeah, shit didn't cl- work case out. closed. Like, there you go. Like, guess what? Unlike you, I haven't been married for 20 years, and this and my heart's not broken. Sorry, babe. Anyways, so <laughs> I treat him as a friend, and I don't send him reels all day long and text him all day. Like, And he, by the way, when I say I text him all day long, he initiates, okay? Okay. We're in constant communication. So we're butts now, so we're not in constant communication because I'm not in constant communication with any of my friends. Um, so anyways... <laughs> Like two days. Ago, that makes me feel so honored for like the few that you send me. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Just kidding. You do send me a lot, and I'm I'm like living for it. But then I'm like, don't mention it, because then she'll be like, well, that's not fun anymore. 
okay, you think I'm a total sociopath, don't you? No! Yes, you do! Anyways, so, uh, like, a day or two ago, he said something to me that was super sexual. The married man? Yeah. And I was and you're like, like Mm-mm. it was yesterday. And I was like, what exactly do you want from me? And he's like, I want to bend you over. He was showing me his fucking music room. He's like, I want to bend you over this amp. And I'm like, I thought we were just buds. And he's like, I don't want to be just buds with you. I want to fuck the shit out of you. And I'm like, oh, that's convenient. Hmm. And he's like, when are you alone again? I'm like, I've been alone for the past five days. And he's like, well, I can come over tonight. And I'm like, well, I'm fucking busy, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm busy. Mm-hmm. For the rest of this time that they're in Guatemala, I'm busy. And I did send him a horny text when he told after he told me we were gonna be but just to be buzzed when I was dr- I was drinking or something. Mm-hmm. And I unsent it before he saw it because I was like, that's not a, what a friend should do. Mm-hmm. And he got all butthurt about. It. He even asked me about it. He's like, I saw that you sent me a message, so he saw what it said, but he was choosing. He like saw the drop down, mm-hmm. <laughs> and just didn't look at it because <laughs> he was playing hard to get or whatever. So I unsent mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And I he's like why don't you just say how you feel instead of being blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, because it was not a cool thing to do as a friend mm-hmm. to do. So I mm-hmm. sent it. I'm like, I was being an adult mm-hmm. and I'm like, and I'm busy. And he's like, well, maybe next time I'm like, yep, maybe. And it's just like, no, I'm over it. <laughs> like, guess what? I'm like, you actually don't get to play games with me. I'm a person. And I'm like, and even if it's just like a fling thing, I'm still a human being and I still need to be communicated with. And I still need to know what fucking page we're on. Yeah. <laughs> because whether this is just a hookup or not, like, I don't need to be flung around. I'm not an object. Just like, okay. Good for like, you, girl. You. Yeah, exactly. Good for me. Like, get bent. Yeah. Affair or not, get bent. I love that you uh, know how you should be treated and you're like, mm, I don't I'm always playing know. this game. <laughs> Yeah, I don't always know. And sometimes we just like slip back into that. Well, I know it's not good for me, but here we are. I know. I did uns- like when I was talking to um that kid that <laughs> admitted he molested me. I mm-hmm. said in the beginning of the text that I was like, "Hey, I know that I'm sending you a text late at night, and then that sometimes sends the wrong message." But I just want right. you to know that I'm not flirting with you. Um. So then, and like he was like, "Well, I wish you'd flirt with me, whatever the fuck." And um, Ugh. the next time I was like up ruminating about it i sent him a text again and i thought see i know that this sends the wrong message so if it's not important to me in the morning then i'm not going to text him about it so i unsent the message and that like kind of sparked something too and i was just like you try to correct your problem and then it makes a bigger problem but like yeah yeah but I mean, like, I told him what it said and stuff, and I was just like, it just wasn't appropriate because you said you wanted to be buds. That's why I unsent it. Like, mm-hmm. And I told him that when he said, what, did you send me something? I said, yeah, I just unsent it. And he said, why? And I'm like, because it wasn't appropriate. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, are you still mad at me? And I'm like, why would I be mad at you? Like, I'm, no, of course I'm not mad at you. Why would I be mad at you? Like, I And I already sent him, like, a few reels that day. We've been talking and stuff. Mm-hmm, like, still mm-hmm. mad at me. And I'm like, why would I be mad at you? Mm-hmm. But it's just like, I'm not going to play this fucking game. Do you I'm think people kid. play games in relationships and that's why he was expecting you to be playing a game? Yeah, that's probably it. 
Well, I think he has limited emotions. I think he has a limited range of emotions because I think if he had more emotions, he could talk to his wife about his needs and stuff, and maybe they mm-hmm. could have like an amicable thing. Yeah, <laughs> whether it's divorce or mm-hmm. agreement mm-hmm. arrangement mm-hmm. where he can go out and seek other women. Um, I just don't, I think he has like four emotions, and one of them's anger, and he thinks that's passion hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's just so it's just so small town you it know? does feel really just, small it, town it, it's very small town and i'm just kind of like uh i've been out of town for so long like why am i doing this to myself you know <laughs> yeah why do we do this to ourselves like, who fucking knows we go to what we're used to i guess yeah yeah like sometimes i drink a pepsi and i'm like i don't even like this but <laughs> i drink a pepsi every single day you know <laughs> you're such a champion for pepsi too oh my god and they're like involved in slave labor right now and i'm like this is when i separate the art from the artist man <laughs> this is the michael jackson situation this is the michael jackson woody allen situation for me. <laughs> this is louis ck liquid form i did see a really good louis ck thing last night oh no it wasn't it was uh the other guy dave Chappelle, and i was like this is fucking funny and i'm I can see myself being like, yeah, my hate for people can get out of hand sometimes. Mm-hmm. Chappelle has a lot of really good things to say. I, I mean, I think it's okay to have people you don't... I think it's important to have people in your life that you don't agree with everything they have to say. Yeah. And you don't agree with everything they do. But there are, of course, boundaries and limits. You know. Oh, Yeah, speaking of which. <laughs> you yeah. know who I'm going to talk about? Yeah, you told me something about him, and I forgot what it was. What? So he, like posted some kind of inflammatory thing on his Instagram stories that was just like this li- this woke thing that you're into is actually perpetuating this conservative value that I have and like if you fell for this like look at you you're such a fool and like also posted like another like thing that was like, you're not asking the doctor it, that's saving your life if they're trans or what their pronouns are. And you're not asking um, the, like, I don't know, it's just like this, this other specific profession that's like your dentist if he's, um, what country he's from. Like, diversity is diversifying us or like spreading us apart or something like that. And um, I was talking to my other friend today. Hi, Judy. Um, about how sometimes, like, you have to see people for who they are and, like, who they're telling you you are. And, like, not telling you you are, but, like, showing explicitly that this is the person they are and that the, are. the imaginary person that maybe once existed in your life, like, that person's not there anymore or that person has changed into this now and this is the truth and like it's hard to do that uh there is a quote from madman uh that says people tell you who they are but we ignore it because we want them to be who we want them to be Mm -hmm. and i think that's a really poignant thing that because like it's true People constantly show themselves to you, even in their facades, even in their bullshit. And really, all I saw when you're telling me what he's saying 
is that he has not lived his life outside his mission. He's he's done nothing. He's taken no time. And if he's going to sit here and tell me that people don't ask where their doctor's from, are you fucking with me, bro? Like, yeah, they do. And people don't ask what their pronouns of someone who's saving their life is. Like, it's just, it's just so stupid. Pronouns have existed since the beginning of time. It's like that chick uh, who got called out because she didn't want pronouns involved in history. And they brought up Martha Washington. They're like, how, or they, she didn't want pronouns and uh, sexual orientation brought up in school. <laughs> and they brought up uh, Martha Washington. They're like, how would you describe her? And she said she's George Washington's wife. And they're like, you just brought up her sexual orientation. And she didn't And used a pronoun, yeah. She didn't understand how she brought up sexual orientation. Because straight isn't a sexual orientation to her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, people are so blinded by what is con- considered normal to them that they can't think outside of the box of what, you know, straight. Your shit, the, the boxes that you check are your orientations. They're yeah. your pronouns. Yeah. Calling you by he, referencing you as a he this whole time, bro, those are your fucking pronouns. And the fact that you can't, like, you're so cut off as a person, you can't respect another individual. You call yourself a Christian, but you can't respect another individual enough to just go by what they ask. They're not asking for the, they're not asking you to fucking hang the moon. They're being like, oh, this is what I prefer. You can just say, cool. It just shows me that you don't have these types of people in your life because these people are non-confrontational. Mm-hmm. They're kind. They've been through a lot. They've made a lot of heavy decisions. <laughs> you know, when you say you want to be trans, you just don't go in the next day and get your dick cut off, people. Mm-hmm. You go through a lot of therapy. You go through a lot of psychoanalysis. You go through a lot of fucking so much shit. Just for gender affirming care that like yeah. cisgendered straight people enjoy all the time or just cisgendered really. And if you think that people who think they've been born in the wrong body have a mental illness, I absolutely agree with you. Let's get them some help. And maybe that help is changing their gender. Mm-hmm. But if you think it's a mental illness regardless. So let's get them some fucking help. Right. But then they're the ones vetoing policies that grant access to mental health to people. Like when people tell me, like when people have a problem with pronouns, it just shows me they have, they're in such a small. Critical thinking state. No, they're just like, they're in a a prison of their own making. And it's such Mm. a tiny, teeny box where they just are smelling their own farts. Like at least buy our jars of farts. (laughs) Thank you for the callback. bag of Doritos, a family-sized bag of Doritos and fart in a jar for you. You know? Let me eat some Korean food and fart in a jar so at least you'll get some culture there, bud. I love it. (laughs) Beauty and yourself. This is all about beauty industry, right? Beauty. I do need to get a drink. Oh, you, I thought you were just drinking while we were talking shit. No, I have to get up and okay, go get go. a water. Okay, bye. I wish. That would have been a lot easier. Thanks for waiting. Uh, 
you just have your Costco thing down there or what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the hell? She's dropping shit. Things are going on. I dropped the entire bottle and the and the lid sprang off. <laughs> it splashed all over me and then it spilled on the cement and I'm just I just like looked at it for a second. And I was like, well, Oh, can I tell you though? Thanks. I read the, I read the police report to Jake. Oh, really? Yeah, cuz he was like, what's going on with that? And uh, I read the police report, and he was like, good. He's like, so you want you to with the podcast? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, good. He's like, that's mm. fucking disgusting. Mm. And he, say, he said he has a feature on his phone where every time a sexual predator moves into his neighborhood, um, he gets alerted. But he oh. has so much faith in the judicial system that he <coughs> thinks he's going to be a registered sex offender for the rest of his life. I'm like, no, he's not. Well, <clears throat> somebody that I know had a high school girlfriend, and he slapped that girlfriend's ass <laughs> when she was going up the stairs, but he was 18, and she was 16, and they'd been dating a while, and the aunt of that girl um, reported him to the police, made a police report, and made sure that he was like put in front of a judge and they gave him like a sex offender title. I don't remember what it was, but that has prevented him from getting a lot of jobs. And he was just slapping his girlfriend on the ass. That's so insane. So what I'm saying is, is like, yeah, he probably might not, he might not even get charged with it because like <laughs> the whole thing is, the system yeah, he, is still he, broken. He admitted to it in the police report, though. Oh, that's true. That could be admissible, though. In the police report? And I wonder if they have it on police, if they have it on a, uh, like, a police mm. Right, because, um, right. Because they filed, they filed for that court case, like, months after it happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they've supposedly had, like, low contact with him since, like, last July when they figured it out right supposedly supposedly uh-huh but like the, the there's, venmo there's don't a, lie there's a, the, the paper trail on venmo is like oh so you're still in contact dude so. i love the i love snooping on venmo it's one of my favorite things it's one it of my is favorite the pastimes. biggest I won't lie. leak in people's privacy i know people think that people think they're safe on venmo they're not they're no not. i um my dentist like didn't uh is this offensive to say an Irish goodbye and uh-huh. just disappeared and sold uh-huh. his practice. Like I went to him on his last day of work because my retainer got popped off and I was like, Hey, Lucky. I need to get to see and get to see this dentist. Uh, and they were like, Oh, well he's going on vacation and he won't be back for a month. And I was like, okay, then I'll see him right, like right now. So I went in, he didn't say shit. He didn't even say goodbye, but he was like, I worked for him. We have a relationship that was like more than just like, this is my, my dentist. But, um, he was acting really weird as I was like leaving. And I was like, he was like kind of nervous. And I think he wanted to say something, but then he didn't. And he was just like, uh, um, I was like, why are you acting so weird? I will see you when you get back from your vacation. You're like, he was like, yeah, you're right. And so it was like a. Michael Scott, Michael Scott Pam <laughs> situation. 
And so then like, he just like dipped out and I was just like, what the fuck? And I was a little bit traumatized by it. <laughs> so I actually um, saw on his Venmo that he was paying people that lived in Hawaii. And then I went to the dental page that was like in Hawaii. And it was like, please welcome our newest dentist, Dr. So-and-so. And I was like, oh. And so I texted my, my friend who worked with me there. And I was like, oh, he disappeared off to Hawaii. And she was like, how did you find that Some out? And I was like, like Hawaii, well, huh? I'm, I'm freaky, I guess. But like, it was just uh... on Venmo. And she was like, <laughs> oh, cool. And then like next thing I know, his Venmo is completely private. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, mine's private now too. Yeah, mine is too. I was, a, like, mm. I was a drug dealer outside of the statute of limitations. <laughs> well, and also like nobody no, needs no. to fucking know what I'm doing or going no or one who needs I'm to seeing. Know what this is. Yeah. yeah. No one needs to know what kind of hand jobs I give. Exactly. If they're enthusiastic or not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no gonna be to getting open for business too, because I've been doing my nails a lot and I keep thinking like these would be really pretty wrapped around a cock and I wonder if I can monetize that. Okay, but also you haven't told me about your OnlyFans yet. <laughs> we keep getting fucking sidetracked. I don't know how. I feel like if you're doing it on purpose. I'm not. You're the one who leads us away and I'm like, eh, let's right. do it. Drugs, man. Um, My OnlyFans is uh, I sell pictures to my husband and then he pays me every time he masturbates them. <laughs> Oh, okay. So it's like not public. No, 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 no. You don't actually have an OnlyFans. No, I I just have an OnlyFan. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty cute. <laughs> I was I've hoping told for him so I, like... much more. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was hoping what? for so much more, but I know, I know. It's That's why I'm like, you cute. see, the longer I drag it out. <laughs> You're Michael Scott with the story. The more I'm like, <laughs> I don't even know if this is worth the hype. Um, no, and like, I did not have sex with him on Wednesday night before I left on my trip because I thought I might make a couple bucks out of this trip <laughs> if I leave him, <laughs> leave him wanting. So, <laughs> so, and then he was like, this is so stupid. Like, it's our money. I'm just sending you money that is already yours. And I'm you're like, like, that's really not the point here. It's actually it's, the it's validation the I need. Yeah. And yeah. also, yeah, exactly. like, this is unpaid labor. And you can pay me. And you know what? I'm saving up for a couple of concerts. So I would really appreciate you sending me the money if you can you at all. You T-Swift or? No, I just think I like, I like, I like feeling like I earn my little vacations, you know? No, I said, are you going to T-Swift or what? Oh, no. Who are you going to? I am going to Sam Smith in August with my friend Ashley. Hmm. Who was I excited for? Oh, Theo Vaughn's coming. And I want to have his um, bulleted babies. Ethel Kane is going to be around and about. And my my one friend, Shantae, is like super excited about going there. And so like, you should come with us. And I'm like, I'm... That's that thing where I like my bed and I, I'll go to a concert in Salt Lake and then I can go sleep in my bed after I need like th three Tylenol, you know? Um, so I was talking to my cousin Allie in California cause she is training to be an esthetician. 
or at least like applying to get into school for it. Right. And she said, to which I say, she's in movies too, right? Uh, my my sister in law is in movies. So she's in California and I'm down there talking to her and these two gals, my sister-in-law and my cousin are trying their hardest to get us to move to California and be like, <laughs> like besties, I guess. Anyway, they were like, you would make so much money with your eyelashes here. And I'm like, I doubt it. I know so many eyelash technicians like, anyway, but so I was like, I don't know, like people out here seem to want the like bigger lashes and she was like actually no people here are trying so hard to be unique and stand out that like that's why everybody kind of has a market here is because like people are trying to be like the most unique and she was like yeah and then she was like the they're the billboards here like you don't see people you don't see beauty billboards like you do in like salt lake she was like when every time i go to salt lake i definitely start feeling more bad about myself because all of the um billboards and people look so like there is a look to it there is a snow bunny look that they're selling Mm -hmm. and it makes me feel bad about myself and this girl is a fucking 10 dude she's like she she looks like a disney princess and um she's like for me to feel bad about myself and like that's like so what i'm trying to say is like the beauty industry here is very different and i wanted to talk about why Okay, so the beauty industry here is fake. Let's talk about that. Uh-huh. Um, with Photoshop being a big problem when we were, like, kids, there came a point in time where it was, like, the aesthetic started getting impossible. Like, it's, like, impossible to have that small of a waist and that like unless you're like seriously anorexic and doing like amphetamines and shit like that right yeah yeah do you think that started with like computers or do you think that they were they were cutting and pasting bodies together before uh they definitely were cutting and pasting bodies together before um and the style back in like advertising like the mad men era they would also do uh they would just draw stuff oh drawings Uh uh-huh and then you hear all the things about all these crazy fucking diets that all the studios had like judy garland on and shit where she would just be on these insane pills for so she could be awake for days and all they would have them do is just smoke cigarettes and drink coffee and they were like if they got pregnant they'd have to have abortions and stuff and they would have like they'd cinch their waist and stuff so it's like yeah, they had these tiny ass waist and like the camera quality wasn't as good either. So I, I mean, maybe, maybe they had nice skin, but they were also mm. going through all this wild shit to have nice skin mm-hmm. and a thicker body was more appropriate then. But like people were also doing insane amounts of amphetamine and they were mostly drinking or like, and not eating and shit. Like, hmm. so I think it started... So- 
So is this the culture in Hollywood that you're saying? Or are you talking about like, That's is that general. how it started leaking out too? Because of advertising between, stuff. I, I think between advertising and, Hol- and Hollywood. You know, like it, it was like the ideal woman and men were running things and they didn't understand women's bodies. But mm-hmm. they were like, this is what you have to look like. And they were going to find anyone to do it. And there's always going to be someone who's going to, like with the Weinstein thing, he's always going to find someone to blow him. Whether it's the most talented actress in the room or not, he's going to pick the one who's going to blow him. Right? right. Right. So, like, uh, she might, you know, he, whoever can do it is who they're going to choose. So, and I think everyone had that kind of mentality, and you hear about it from, like, the 30s on, uh, where all these women were on these insane diets and going mm-hmm. through all this crazy-ass shit and, like, mm-hmm. sexual harassment and stuff to look a certain way and it's not realistic and even like the kardashians and stuff like chloe i believe i mean they might be on this uh first of all they're all in i believe plastic surgery is a sign of wealth i don't believe it's a sign of beauty anymore it's just a sign of wealth Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. they've all had insane plastic surgery and then i think they're doing that uh diabetes thing (sighs) shot but, like, they work out an insane amount, but that's part of their career. Like, mm-hmm. they get paid to work out. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you worked out for four hours a day, too, you'd look great. If you had a chef cooking for you mm-hmm. every day, you'd look great. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, the the guy who created It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, he <laughs> was Fat Mac, and then he got super cut. And he made a post about it where he's like, yeah, if you have a studio who's going to pay a trainer and a chef and to get you cut anyone can do this it's so Mm -hmm. easy like he's being facetious Mm -hmm. but he's like you know like this is so unrealistic hollywood's so unrealistic so the fact that's interesting looking to it yes that was interesting that you said that like like altering your body is a sign of wealth Mm -hmm. because we were talking about earlier like about trans people gender reassignments are uh, wealth for for the wealthy trans. You don't have to be like trans and have. You can be trans without body body alterations or gender reassignment or gender affirming care. Like, well, people who transition uh, smoothly have kindness and money. On yes. Their side. Yes. Yes. And so, like, even like Spencer wants to get his eyes fixed, and that is, that is a money thing like you have to be able to afford it you either either you can get care credit which you have to budget for to pay off before you get insanely high rates of um interest or you know what i mean like that's that's for wealthy people that's for people with jobs that's for people with um extra wiggle room that aren't living off of ramen so like yeah you're right like plastic surgery is for people that have something yeah and like, um, and I think people do get addicted to it and stuff. Like surgeries, I, like I love having surgery. <laughs> I can honestly say that. Like I love morphing. I love going under. Um, yeah, it's a real addiction for people too. Yeah, the whole sensation of surgery. Like I think if when I was nineteen I had an, a disposable income, I probably would have gotten a lot more surgeries than I did. Mm-hmm. Um, just truthfully. <laughs> um, but 
I do think that like people, especially working in Park City and stuff, I've seen people get the most insane plastic surgery where mm-hmm. it's clear. And it's just, I think, to, it's just like it's owning like a Louis Vuitton, Vuitton uh, bag. Uh, just And it's an ugly ass bag, but it's clearly a Louis Vuitton bag. So it's mm-hmm. like, <laughs> it's like showing off that you can spend $3,000 on a bag. Right. Right. Wow. <laughs> um, I was listening to Jamila Jamil's podcast, I Weigh. And she had a um, person on her podcast that was talking about body altering surgeries. And she said that, maybe they said that it doesn't matter what you get. Like, it's a problem within you that like you can have all these surgeries and still feel insecure. Like you can't fix your insecurities by changing your insecurity. You have to like address your insecurity that like, you know, like, and I've been thinking about some of my insecurities too. And like what I consider a procedure, which is going to take recovery to be a certain way or look a certain way. also got to think about certain cultures like park city has this culture less than but also like la has a culture and i think we it was first introduced to us with like clueless and stuff where people like were getting nose jobs at 16 because you know they got their jewish lawyer dad's giant nose yes you know what i mean so you know like well baby for your 16th birthday i'm gonna get you Mm -hmm. a nose job Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so it's like when when i was saying that like my cousin who said that LA is trying to look so unique. Mm-hmm. It felt like I heard you like, you know, like, uh, um, because it is, there is still a specific way that you like need to look to sometimes. Well, it's almost like, it's like the capital. It's like yes. the capital or something like, uh, uh, like, um, have you seen escape from LA? No. Who's in it? What is it? It's from the 90s. Um, it's the sequel to Escape from New York. It has Kurt Russell in it. Okay. But um, L.A., ha- there's an earthquake, and L.A. gets separated from the rest of the United States. So that's where we send all of our criminals. Mm-hmm. And the president's daughter gets kidnapped. So Snake Bliskin, <laughs> who was played by Kurt Russell, <laughs> has to go in and uh, find her. Um, and there's all these like little burrows that are exaggerated things about L.A., and there's this borough of these people who are obsessed with plastic surgery, mm-hmm. but everyone's skin is dying. Like their flesh is dying on the island. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they run around looking for new flesh mm-hmm. to like have the surgeon put on their bodies. And he has this most insane <laughs> like plastic surgeries surgery face. <laughs> and I remember watching that as a kid and being like, holy fucking shit i will never get plastic surgery in my life but i gotta say i've been very blessed i've got huge lips i've got a pretty cute nose yeah like um my eyes are my eyes are fine you know like 
I'm not really mad about my appearance. Like I think I would get, if I got any plastic surgery, it would be gastric and then skin cut off and my tits were raised. <laughs> like I yeah. don't think I'd get like a reduction on my boobs. I just get them like lifted. And like, but I don't even think I would do that because I feel like you have to like work for it. Right. Like, and like, to, mm-hmm. but like I've had my friend, like one of my friends had uh, like a witch's nose, which I always loved, but she's yes. always been self-conscious about it. So she got filler on it. And she said it just made her feel self-esteem wise a million times better. So she's like, mm. whatever, I'm going to get it done. Yeah. There's but, also this thing that's like, if it's minor, if it's, if it's a little thing and it's just like going to make such a big difference, then like you deserve it. That's like what gender affirming care is for. Right. Like I have laser hair removal so that I don't go walking around with hairy legs because if I didn't have laser hair removal, I would. And I feel feminine, but I don't want to shave my legs. So here we are. I got them lasered. And now I feel like I can always put on shorts without having to do a million things in the shower. Like that's a privilege, right? That is a And it's body altering. But I also feel like comparing not liking your nose to being born with the wrong uh, genitalia is also a privilege because that is just apples and fucking oranges. You know what I mean? It is, but it's also in the same vein. Just pointing out that like we do it, it's it's just I just want to normalize that we all do gender affirming care. Oh, absolutely! Like I think like brushing your hair. Yeah. Oh my god, I've been hearing lately that straight guys don't wash their assholes. Yes. Okay, wash your asshole, everyone. Um, Wipe. all of the men that I personally know have said that they've washed their assholes. And I've seen some evidence in the favor of that because I do laundry around here. My brother has a day, so I know it's okay. Yeah. But still, like, there's people running around with skid marks. Like, and they, they're perfectly preventable skid marks. It's not like a medical issue. It's just like they don't wash their assholes. Listen, I have Crohn's disease and I don't have skid marks. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't have a gallbladder anymore. I don't have a gallbladder either, goddammit. Yeah, that contributes, believe it or exactly. not. Exactly. So, like, everyone everyone wash your ass. Everyone wipe your ass. For God's sake. So there's a reason why toilet paper was the first thing to get flown off the shelves in a pandemic. God. Continue. <laughs> what was I continuing <laughs> with? I the beauty industry. Oh, that. the beauty industry. Uh, we were talking about, um, so people after World War II did not want to look Jewish. So they started getting plastic surgery. To start assimilating into culture. You know, I think that like. uh, I think a good like, okay, so a really good example of that is Billy Joel and Christy Brinkley. Have you seen their daughter? So Billy Joel's Jewish and Christy Brinkley obviously isn't. Their daughter looks very Jewish, but she's adorable. And. I do think, um, yeah, I think like that's too bad. I just, I just feel like that's too bad because I love, I love the Jewish culture. Like when, you know, I have Jewish friends and stuff and mm-hmm. I, I just think it's a special culture and I know that, you know, there's reasons to be afraid, obviously, but I just, I'm so upset that we live in a world where, <sighs> you know. Yeah. Where people, uh, it's okay to hate yourself like that. And it's just so openly like whatever. Like, 
and cosmetics cosmetic shit like this is just like okay well i can make money off of it so yep let's fix that let's you know whatever you want yeah yeah because they're the industry actually plays on the insecurity Mm-hmm. and then they exaggerate the insecurity they perpetuate like, the insecurity to other people that wouldn't otherwise have an insecurity so they can make money off of them it's like getting asked if you want to get your mustache waxed when you're getting yeah. your nails done yep and you're like <laughs> you just stare at them because like what the fuck did you just say um i i we i have had slated for a long time a jewish yes or no march madness bracket uh-huh and we always we we always put it off and you always say i don't think this is the best idea because the secret of it is is that i sincerely feel like most of the people i have a crush on in hollywood is jewish Jewish! yes i'm all about that and like there's this really cute jewish girl in my life that i'm like i secretly would totally fuck and and then I found out she was Jewish and I was like, fucking tracks, dude. Like I cannot get enough <laughs> of these wonderful people in my life. And it's because of their uniquely Jewish features, which the beauty industry seems hell bent on having us all kind of look the same. And it's just like, but I, and you mentioning your friend's nose, like how she changed her witch's nose because you loved it. And like, I, work very intimately with the beauty industry and I find myself admiring all of us for our uniqueness Uh more than our sameness. Like I had them remove my um, permanent retainer because Mm -hmm. I'm just tired of, I, I wanted to look a little bit more, but then I was just like, but I liked my teeth before because they were so unique and I look at people's like blonde eyelashes with just like, they look like gold frosting on people's eyes, you know? And like, I love looking at people's like little freckles or their moles or, or even like their tattoos, you know, like the beauty industry is kind of f- fighting itself because there's body art, which is a form of the beauty industry, but then also art removal. And like, there is time and place for all of that, but it just is like, I love people for their uniqueness. And it feels like the beauty industry is about trying to make everyone look the same. They might go in a different way, but I think it's going to go like psycho different way. Like I've noticed like everything's starting to kind of look a little bit like the Capitol. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Like in uh, yeah. Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, like beauty is more than knowing how to do your makeup. Like beauty is not just physical. It's a lot of things, but we're talking about the beauty beauty industry, obviously. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, How do you feel about Madonna? I think this is just me being candid. Uh, the first thing I think about Madonna is about uh, like a virgin. And I think it's because my household was very insecure with like sexual things on TV. So they like villainized her for that. Mm-hmm. And the second thing I think about is, is she mentally ill? The third thing I think about is fucking great music. I love all the stuff. 
Have you seen her like her current face? No. I try to stay away from Hollywood people. Okay. So What's her name again? Madonna. Thank you. Um. So here's my oh thing yes. With, here's my thing of Madonna. Uh. Again, fabulous trailblazer, trailblazer, and I think she redefined femininity in a lot of ways. Yes. And I was kind of hoping that she would really age gracefully, but I don't think she's gonna. She obviously isn't going to. She's that that ship has sailed. I think she kind of got lost in where to go. Mm-hmm. I think someone who... Because Hollywood doesn't let women age, so there's nowhere to go. There's yeah, no... but she's, she's, a, she's a ceiling breaker, so she could have done whatever. Right, right. Like, and I think Cher is another good example, but Cher has gotten plastic surgery, but she has kind of aged gracefully in mm-hmm. her way. You know, Jane Fonda's been very open about her plastic surgery, whatever. They they still look good, but they're still old ladies. Yes. But I think the person I'm I'm really disappointed in Madonna, but I feel like she's lost because she, I feel like she felt like she had to keep up with a certain thing mm-hmm. instead of just being herself because herself was always good enough. But maybe she just didn't feel mm. that way. But she's also Italian, and I think in Italian oh, culture, yes. I think it's got to be very hard to be an Italian woman because. Italian women have a lot of body hair and a lot of moles and they're not always the most beautiful women. I mean, they're beautiful. Yes. But it can go either way. (laughs) And they also have to be super feminine and deal with a lot of misogyny. So she, in my book, will always be a trailblazer. But I think the person who is going to absolutely age gracefully and Madonna walked so she could run is Lady Gaga. Oh yes. Yeah. Who can do yes. the, who can who can do the crazy like Madonna, but can also have that weird Italian background look. Because she's got that that Italian look. She's Italian as well. But she can also, you know, put on a gown and she's not gonna get a lot of plastic surgery, I don't feel. And I think she's you know, like how she performed at the Grammys without any makeup on. I thought that was great. Or at the Oscars. Um, yeah. You know, I think she's going to maybe see this. I think she's already on the right track. But I just, I, I do kind of feel bad for Madonna because I think she kind of let women down. But it's, it, that, that's got to be like such a huge thing to carry. Yeah. Because she has been on the scene for 50 years, you know. Yeah. Or 40 years. Sorry, Madonna. But yeah, um, she, she like that was that was brutal. Yeah, but she, there, that's got to be so much pressure to try to keep up. But she's completely altered her face. Yes. So while you were talking about like women fighting aging gracefully, mm-hmm. um, or whatever fighting the aging, do you remember when we were like maybe eighth graders and Jamie Lee Curtis came out and was like, "They don't let women age in this industry, but I'm going to." Uh, maybe vaguely. Yeah. But I feel like she's got some work done, too. I wonder, because, like, I'm looking at these pictures of, like, women who are choosing to age gracefully. Or age naturally, or whatever. Uh-huh. I thought of Jamie Lee Curtis. I thought of Stevie Nicks. But yeah. I looked at her pictures, and I'm like, I don't know. And then I thought of Judy Dench. I think they've Dench. got at least Botox. Botox, at least. Botox, Yes. Like, I don't think they've gotten, like, facelifts or anything, but definitely Botox. Yeah. Yeah. Botox, people in the beauty industry classify it as preventative. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I know. And and I will get into that. I will get into that. Here's um, famous people that are quote unquote saying that they are choose to age naturally and became even more gorgeous. Kate Winslet, Julia Roberts, oh, yeah. Emma Stone. Um, Emma Stone? Sharon Stone. Uh, Meryl Streep, Selma Hayek, uh-huh. Diane Keaton, Drew Barrymore, Emma Thompson, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, Jodie Foster, Halle Berry. So there's a lot of a lot of gals on here that are like saying that they're aging gracefully. But another thing that we don't take into consideration is wealth. is wealth and like mm-hmm. how the nutrients in your food affect your skin how your job affects your skin how the uh what is it called environmental stress Mm -hmm. so like if you're if you're a working mom and you have stress that's going to age you so like there's still like no level playing field here (laughs) yeah (laughs) because even like sleep people aren't afforded afforded great sleep yeah and Movement, movement Movement, is anti-aging. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. And honestly, like if you are any of these women, you can say, okay, I got to go to work today. I'm going to go work for 10 hours and you can go write for two hours at your office and then you can go work out and then you can go to lunch and then you can go write some more and then you can go have a meeting and then you can go to dinner and then that's your day. Mm-hmm. And you just made hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you're not brilliant. I'm not trying to talk shit. I'm just saying, like, it's just different. So don't compare yourself so much. Also, you want to know what kind of bothers me about the beauty standards in this culture? Like which culture? United States, Utah? Utah. Okay. Is that it seems to fall with the Mormons. I mean, except for Park City. Park City is just like a rich person thing. Um, but like Marie Osmond has had so much work done, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. work done, mm-hmm. but she's mm-hmm. also a devout Mormon, right? Well, or did she, is she a Jehov now? <clears throat> Here's the thing about celebrity Mormons. Mm-hmm. The rules don't apply to them either. Yeah. Okay. But also every, uh, not every, but a lot of Mormons I know. Okay. So she's the only like celebrity Mormon I know that has whatever, I know a lot of Mormons who've gotten their boobs done. You know, if you believe in God and believe that he doesn't fuck up, then it just accept your mousiness. Hmm. 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 In my opinion. They're it's genetics. Just, yeah, it's just, it's just God doing work. I feel like our culture without Mormonism here in Utah, with how much mountains there are, I feel like we would we would be a lot more like the Pacific Northwest. Maybe if Pacific Northwest and Arizona married into a cute desert rat, yeah, it was like naturalized person, <laughs> um, like hipster, but like not that kind of hipster, but like definitely would think people who walk the Appalachian Trail are like okay, you know what I mean, like. But we don't. We focus so much on, like, looking white and delightsome, which is part of the culture. Or, like, 
it's leaving soon. Don't worry. And not 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 much longer, my pet. I can feel. But it. then, what are we headed towards? Are we headed towards the Park City, uh, Botox, no. liposuction, no. nose job? Nope. Because we won't have. We can start living our lives. People can start, and maybe people will just disperse. Maybe people will walk away, and maybe people will start after facing the music. Maybe it'll be chaotic in here. Maybe it'll be chaotic up in here. Because it's a, a financial privilege, and we're headed even deeper into financial crisis with this country, maybe people will stop being able to afford it. But then they're still addicted to the social media that tells them, like, their life, they have, they need to attain more and be more. Because, like, even influencers are perpetuating them. Yeah, but I feel like in the same strand, you see, it, there's just as many people telling you, like, I'm struggling too. Hmm. Like, I feel like social media helped me see with my depression that, like, I'm not in this alone. Like, and I'm not saying, like, social media with, like, people I know, but just being on the internet and being like, oh, I'm not that special. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, being on, like, Reddit or Inger or mm-hmm. something like that where you're just like, oh, I've totally been through this. and people It gives like, you, like, oh, a yeah. taste of reality. Yeah, and it's just like... Oh yeah, that embarrassing thing I did when I was a kid. Someone at least at least four other people have done it. Okay, mm-hmm. thank God. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that's really important and whatever. It's just like people need to just not take anything so goddamn seriously. Um one thing that I talk about with um my mother-in-law is mm-hmm. she um for some prayer was like I'm grateful for these humans around me and she was like popped up from the prayer and was like Kendra did you hear what I called you guys and I was like yeah you called us humans she's like you're always saying that we're your favorite humans and I like that and I was like yeah I just like I love you and I also recognize that we're all just like fucking trying man like we're all in the same kind of people just trying to figure it the fuck out so that's how I feel about like and I'm honestly so grateful to be, the more I think about it, like, as fucked up as, which, by the way, I don't know if I told you on the last podcast, but I told my, I wrote my grandma a letter and I told her that she's too old and I'm not on, I'm not mentally well enough to talk to her on the phone because I know I'll just end up screaming at her and I'm trying to break generational curses mm-hmm. because I'm so goddamn disappointed in her. <laughs> um, and she has such a small amount of time left on this earth that maybe she should consider how she wants to peace out, how she mm-hmm. wants to leave her legacy. But if she wants to talk to me, she can just write me a letter, but I don't want to talk to her right now. <laughs> um, but you said uh, it all. You said every yeah. single thing. Yeah. And like, I'm so passive aggressive too. Like I didn't write in cursive. <laughs> 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 the ink was smeared. Like if she knew, um, but I am grateful that I was raised with my mindset, but in the area that I was, because I know that all my Republican, like all, all my family's Republican. And I know when it comes down to it, like I said, we're all pretty much purple, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And when I see these people shooting off at the mouth and don't like, they don't really know what the fuck they're talking about. It's just ignorance. And I'm not saying it. Like, I think the, the problem with the word ignorant is that we used to say that as someone being rude, we mm. say, oh, you're being, you're being ignorant. Like, mm-hmm. you're being ignorant. 
what it really means is you, you're just you're not aware of the situation and we've also villainized that so much too to be like it's okay not to know what's going on but instead of being instead of villainizing the situation because you don't understand it let's understand it yeah and then let's just, look uh, at it <laughs> yeah let's like check it out let's fill around Stick our i feel like that's what butt. this podcast is <laughs> about it's just like let's just like fucking look at all these uncomfortable thoughts we're having and like right everybody wants no okay everybody no what i want is for somebody to look at me and say here's what i see and like Thank you for the honesty earlier because like you you say it with love and like people can get instantly defensive and I felt myself being like don't fucking tell me what's wrong with me because obviously that TikTok that reels you sent me earlier about like don't give me feedback and like <laughs> it's just That's fucking crazy. us like you can interchange those people so easily like uh-huh. nobody people are often uncomfortable with looking in the mirror and um i've been doing a lot of that and so like i'll like taking a breath and just allowing it to come in Mm -hmm. and seeing it for what it is and seeing if it resonates which it does you kind of just have to be like a little bit more humble than that and just like this this life hasn't this life has made me a fighter you know and like you have to be a fighter to get out of the life that we've lived but then like I recognize that your intent is not to just be like, drop me down a peg. You're just like, this bothers me and you should know the truth about it. Like, yeah, and it's like, and it's like, you know, I could keep quiet about it, but what kind of friend does that? You know, you know, especially if it's not serving you or, you know, or if it's not serving you Yeah. and you know, everyone, you know, it's, uh, I don't ever want to knock you down a peg. Like that, what good, what, what, what purpose does that serve? And I think, Everyone wants to be free and, you know, looking, looking in the mirror is hard and, but why not? Like, yeah, why not, why not just figure it out? Well, and also I've been raised in a scenario where like, I have to question the motive behind why mm-hmm. people absolutely. tell me what they tell me. So absolutely. like, absolutely. Figuring out how to be vulnerable and saying like this person may or may not have a motive behind it. So I got to still like listen to it and think Uh why and like recognizing that you aren't malicious to me. We've had so many conversations where it's just like, and maybe this is still my insecurity, but like, are we cool? And you're like, yeah, we're cool. And then I'm like, oh yeah, we're cool. And then, so I have to trust in that. And like, wasn't, wasn't afforded me. I'm so fucking scary too, that if we're not cool, I'm going to knock on your door. You do oh, know yeah. where I live, but I somehow don't find that threatening at all. <laughs> no, I'd be like, let's talk. And I'd be like, like, I've invited you over a couple of times that you're just like, no, I'll hang out with people. Yeah, I know. But so like, you know that if I'm knocking on your door uninvited and I'm going to be like, come outside, we're going to talk. That's huh. that's when you should be like, oh, fuck. No, I'm going to be like, <laughs> just give me a minute. And then I come out with my nicest Jameson. That's when I reach for my revolver. <laughs> no i'm just gonna be like here's a drink friend <laughs> what is up here's a, drink. here's a drink friend no uh yeah i don't i don't 
that's just just, but I understand where you're coming from because I feel like especially in this culture too and and I think that does play into the beauty thing where it's just like like especially people are like oh yeah like you look like you love yourself everything's just a backhanded compliment everything's just a the scene from Cinderella where they're ripping her apart the stepsisters Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know emotionally Mm -hmm. snidely whatever it's just like it's just like come on man like let's just all be cool let's Mm -hmm. just be cool it it ain't no thing when I like so Spencer and I first got married and Spencer was in the bishopric and I was um I met this gal at church and she's the gal who organized the book club trip that I went on last weekend so we've been friends for like 10 years and there was like, they have this tradition where they do circle of love, where they go around the circle and say what they love about you. And it sounds like it brought me back to like that seventh grade activity where we all like wrote letters, like passed around a paper and wrote something nice about you. And um, so I was like, oh, this is like cute because like that reminds me of when we were in seventh grade. Well, it turns out like women still need validation because every single one of those women say, this is my favorite part of the trip. I am grateful for a group of women that raise each other up and like lift each other up. So like I told this gal, I said, I love you so much. And when we started our friendship we talked about how sometimes we come away from our like meetings questioning everything that we said and hoping we said it in the right way and like having social anxiety about like what if I said this right or this wrong or like it just you know that's the culture we were in and so we came together and we said I'm gonna assume the best of intentions from you because I know that you love me And we're going to have this trust in our friendship that we never have to walk away from an interaction wondering or worrying about, like, if our friendship is, like, still there. I'm going to do you one better. better. You're never going to have to walk away from an interaction with me wondering if I'm malicious because I love me better. Because Hmm. I see these people being fake and being rude and having these fake fucking friendships. And I'm going to I'm going to reference your high school group again. Mhm. Well, this is like what taught me this, right? Exactly. And I saw like I've seen it like I saw it was prevalent in high school cuz I feel like we were we were all at least associated with a group like this. And I feel like it car- it severely carries on in, in Utah. It severely carries on. Well, I'm still carrying it, right? Because I'm <laughs> well, looking at I, myself thinking, this person that I keep bringing up. You're traumatized. Okay? Yeah, but this person I keep bringing up, I still talk shit on him. I'm just like, can you believe what this person is saying? Yeah, I know, but it's still like, it's still, we're unlearning past behaviors. Okay? And you're recognizing it, and that's fine. But it's also like... I can sit here and I can drag people through the mud all day. I can drag myself through the mud all day. Or I can sit here and have a fucking conversation with you. And not every conversation is going to be sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. You know, because I watched these fucking fake-ass conversations my whole entire life. I ain't interested. Okay? Mm. So, yeah. Maybe. And, and, and 
for my own sanity because I love myself. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and just have a, oh, yes, you do everything correct, and I love everything about you, and da 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 da, da. And it's like, okay, well, we're having a conversation here, and what I'm about to tell you is relevant to what we're talking about, and that's that. And I'm not going to, like, you know, and it's just like, I'm not here to, and I, would, I wouldn't drag you down because that would make me feel like shit. And it's like, and yes, I do care about you deeply. But it's also like, in the interest of self-love and self-care, what does dragging someone else down do for you? Mm-hmm. Let's think about that. What does it do for you? It gives you wrinkles. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, fuck all that. Well, and it also keeps me in the past, too. Like, what am I holding on to? You're holding on... <laughs> you know, you're holding on to something. I fill a Grand Canyon size hole where my childhood should be. It's like I can see the whole entire thing and all the people that make sense. It's like it's like there's a collage. It's like the Grand Canyon and there's mm-hmm. a collage and like cut cutouts of like the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> Not the Backstreet Boys because I, I didn't suck. But uh, like all my friends and all my experiences and my family and stuff and it's like I can see it but I can't read out, reach out and touch it and I, I don't want to either. I want to hmm. leave. Mm-hmm. But it's like, wouldn't it be nice to just be able to drive there and walk in and be hugged and walk into my bed and you know what I mean? Yeah. And not have it be this desolate, windy ass place. Yeah. Like, it's okay to have feelings it's a, about it. It's a sight to behold, but like, yeah. You, like, s- you stop, you snap a picture, and you get the fuck out. <laughs> Maybe pet a donkey and then get the <clears throat> hell out of there. Mm hmm. Because <laughs> there's other shit to see. Well, and it's just like, I mean, it sucks. There's a big ass hole there where it could be like a nice, cozy, you know, meadow, but it ain't. So. Yeah. But you know, every once in a while, it's we look at it. It's my background every once in a while. <laughs> <On my computer. laughs> yeah, I was talking to JD too about how. Um, my grandpa said, I got a new mattress and just come on down. And like, when we go down, we get a hotel room. That's a privilege. I recognize that. And it serves its purpose in so many ways where like, I don't have to interact as much. I can participate in the things that I can and give where I can. And so he was like, come on down. There's a mattress. And he doesn't recognize that there's a lot more to the story of why I don't visit. It's not just the mattress. Well, it's like, this is going to be weird too, but like, I don't want to fill the weak part of the floor when I have a shower. (laughs) Like, I don't want to know that things aren't as good as they once were. Mm. I don't want to know. I just don't want to know. I'd rather sleep in a nice bed. I'd rather have a shower in a Marriott and get a coffee and not have to worry about the word of wisdom. And be on my own time. And not have to worry about clang, clang goes the fucking pans at 530 in the goddamn morning. Mm-hmm. So, like, I... Going to my grandma's grandparents' house, aside from it just being not a great place, <laughs> is uh, just, like, it's just not... It's not what it used to be anymore. Yeah. So it's just like, eh. Is it that the... That your... Because this is what I've been asking myself. Is it that the rose-colored glasses are lifted... Or is it that 
things have just changed that much? Or is it both? First of all, the the house has gotten older. They bought the house brand new when I was like two. Yeah. So the house has obviously gotten older. And, you know, just my my grandpa works with Grace all day. Like, there's just certain things that just are going to accumulate. And I feel like I'm painting like this horrible hoarder picture. I'm not. No. Like, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, there's just certain things I just remember. And, like, they had, like, sky, the skylights in their house because they had a modular. They had two skylights, and they were so cool when I was little. And now they're, like, covered because they're, like, they can't get a proper person out there to sell it because it's in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, it's just, like, things are just, <laughs> I'm not a kid anymore, you know? Yeah, things are aging naturally. Mm-hmm. And unnaturally, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because the environment. <laughs> but also, like, yeah, it's, I mean, it dies. It doesn't have to, but it just does. Um, yeah. I think it is a combination of both. Like, I'm kind of recognizing the natural sequence of things, too. Like, your parents get older. Your grandparents get older. Like, they're going to die. And am I separating myself now so that it hurts less when they do? You know, am I creating these boundaries because I don't want to watch it go down? It's where it came from. I don't know. I'm like really cool with death. And I think it's just because it's inevitable and also because I've been suicidal. But also like I've been missing Matt a lot lately because like uh, I saw a Cheech and Chong video and he was really he was homies with Tommy Chong. Yeah. Just I randomly. Saw that. Yeah. And I just, it, like, it just bums me out. And then, like, I was really worried Ace was going to die yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, like, when Ace does go, that's going to bum me out. He's 12. And, like, I don't know. I think maybe that's something that I need to learn is that it's okay to be sad when the inevitable does occur. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. Is it pretty to watch flowers grow up through engines? I don't know. Yeah. Man, and I was talking earlier again um, about loss. Like, we are taught how to get good grades. Like, we're so encouraged to get good grades and, like, find somebody to spend your life with. Or, like, there's all of these different messages in the world that are like how to get something in your life but nobody really knows how to let something go from their life like the loss is a much harder thing to experience for us so we shut it out or we like find a different coping mechanism and we don't really deal with the grief and that you know like it's not a common thing to do and like just be happy. Right. Like, even though Ace is 12, it still is, like... Well, I was thinking... I think the reason why it's sad is because I'm, like, he and I have been homies. Yeah. He's been I still in it. my burritos for years. I get it. <laughs> Bullshit. Um, can we talk about eating disorders and stuff? Like, the harmful things people do. I really do want to touch on this diabetes uh, thing uh, just for our younger listeners and, you know, people who just aren't sure. 
I un- I understand that being skinny seems like the end all be all, and I think mm-hmm. that sometimes people need to lose the weight for the health. Um, I'm one of them. I should lose weight for God's sake. But uh, this injecting diabetes medication, especially we're in a shortage, mm-hmm. and especially to get like the super super like for aesthetic reasons. I'm really just, like, disappointed, you know, in Hollywood, like, in in women. Well, like, there's that fad that get to get your buckle fat removed. That stuff serves a purpose. What is buckle fat? Like, around cheek. your belt buckle? Oh, cheek. Uh-uh. Cheek buckle. So people are getting buckle fat removed so that their cheekbones look more prominent. I also heard, I heard I heard that was also a side effect of the of the meds. Oh, you mean like the uh Ozempic the sun- or is that what the, it's called? The the sunken in. The sunken in. Now people are getting their fat removed for sure. I mean, I think they look insane first of all. Ozempic side effects. Nausea, diarrhea, stomach abdominal pain, vomiting, constipation. Just get your uh gallbladder removed jeez i had to the, the amount of time it took me to get back to oatmeal i was like return to me <laughs> <laughs> hurry back, hurry back hurry sometimes back. we're the fa- fucking same um <laughs> and blue cheese and uh, like just salad salads in general people are getting this like people I know are getting Ozempic and I'm like it's terrible yeah but you're not diabetic and that's the problem right is that like the industry has made them feel so bad about themselves they feel like they need to fix themselves but there's healthy people at every size like you know my resting heart rate is rate is 41 I don't know shit means dude i had a fucking great resting heart rate that's a very good resting heart rate i've been wearing this watch every time i go to like the emergency room they're like aside from the fact you're trying to kill yourself you're pretty pretty healthy yes so like yeah we all have shit wrong with us my grandma was just one time said that a, a friend of hers died because he was he went for a run He had a heart attack on the drive home. His car went off road and into a grove of trees. And by the time he found him, they found him, his car had run out of gas. It was on that long. Well, maybe it was on, maybe he didn't give a fuck about his uh, fuel pump system. And he he was running it right in the E. You know, Kendra, I I know you're the type. It just is like... What I mean, what I what I'm saying is I don't even know what you're saying. What, what <laughs> I'm know. saying, I know, I know. My grandpa does. All the mechanics out there do. The married man what, does. What I'm saying is, is like everybody, like you could be a marathon runner and still have a heart condition. Like mm-hmm. I'm just fat, and it sometimes feels like this is my insecurity too. We're just talking about it because this is the podcast about my mental health, apparently. Um. It sometimes feels like people 
would rather me be skinny than alive because I look the way that I am because I've lived the life that I live and I'm alive. I'm alive. So I probably have a coping mechanism that makes me gain weight. I also have a hormonal problem that makes me gain weight. But it sometimes feels like people are be like, well, you could look skinnier and that would be better. Well, I'm fat because I don't do shit about it. Okay. Um, my most fit sibling who's been in the military for 20 years and has to do a physical training test every month. Uh, the other day, he has couches, okay, that uh, <laughs> make it look like, like if you sit on it, your ass is indented, okay? Mm-hmm. So I went over there and it was morning and I just taken a Xanax and I was high. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. Uh, and I went to sit down and I was like, I don't remember sitting down. And then, because I was like, and my ass has gotten huge. And then I saw the balls out, uh, imprint it was my brother's ass because his balls were there too you know what i'm saying you feel me hmm. so he's fit as a fucking fiddle i mean he's not like i'm sure he's like a little bit chunk you know but like because he's an officer but <laughs> he uh or a sergeant or whatever the fuck he's uh but like we have the same size of ass is the moral of this story. Yeah. The next one is, I used to be extremely physically fit back in the day, like all children. And Mm -hmm. then I got malnourished, which led to, uh, it was a mix between malnourishment, just not being paid attention to. It was just neglect. And I was in third grade and I didn't eat for a week. And I've had, I mean, between that, I don't know if, I don't know if that contributed to the Crohn's disease or what, I have had eating issues ever since. And I think that does contribute to my weight my weight because my metabolism's so fucked. But I think yeah. it's really important for people out there, especially our younger listeners, who I'm talking about a week in third grade. I'm thirty five in a month, you guys. And I still have not been able to kick this. You have no idea where your life's gonna take you. You have no idea how much you're not gonna be able to afford therapy. So like really consider how fucking important is it just get a personality man you know what i mean like you're beautiful figure it out figure out what works for you work out a color scheme like you know learn an instrument figure it out everyone has shit going for them and everyone's going to be attractive to some people and not to others it's not that big a deal and I used to be, I have this huge freckle on the side of my arm. I used to be so fucking embarrassed of it. I don't give a fuck now. I used to not wear <laughs> a certain type of sleeve because I was so embarrassed of it. Now I'm like, okay. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, and it really, I really wish we had this confidence when we were young. Mm-hmm. It's probably good that we didn't. <laughs> but. <laughs> Why? We'd be so unstoppable. We'd be uh, famous already. <laughs> Because we'd all be human trafficked. Uh, But like, just please don't go out haste. Don't get too hasty with this shit. Because like I said, one week in third grade. And I'm suffering at 35. Yeah. 
So, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of other factors. Let's get real. But that was one of them. I remember that vividly. I remember my stomach pain. I remember throwing up just spit. I remember my mom screaming at me and buying me a cheeseburger at Sandy's. Best sa- burger I've ever had. I always stop at Sandy's and Richfield's whenever I go there, <laughs> which is also a thing. Um, but I'm hot, bitch. Yeah, you are. I am too. And and I don't. It's hide. a problem, honestly, <laughs> because oh my God, low impact, low impact. Unless we fucking. Oh, and then then it's on. <laughs> and then it's on. <laughs> and then you better bring up getting rated. And it better be cold. God, yeah, for me. You get yeah. gotta get yourself one too. <laughs> yeah, like get your get your shit together, but. <laughs> Gatorade on ice. <sighs> yeah. Beauty Anyways. industry, man. Continue. Continue what? We're talking about it? it right now. Oh, no. I'm. Sh- there's more. There's more for sure. Okay, go. Go, go. Hmm. What was I thinking of? Because I was trying to, like, just pay attention to you and, like, you know, not try to hold on to my thought. And then, like, that ADHD thing, you know? That ADHD thing. I'm going to try to get better at it. The thing that um, you worry that you're not me. I worry that I'm not going to be able to have my thought expressed. And so I hold on to that thought instead of listening. listening. And always I'm trying to like connection over impression. So I'm just like, oh yeah, just stay listening. It's okay. And then sometimes okay. I lose a thought. Can I tell you something? So, mm-hmm. Cade Winkle's older brother, who I call Stella, he's one of my best friends. Clint? And, no. Uh, the Dustin. oldest one? Yeah. <laughs> the one who's way older than me. Uh, he, uh, I was talking to him the other day, and um, I was making fun of him because he's such a slow talker. <laughs> and he's like, it's because I was on Fritalin because I had such bad ADD growing up. And he's like, and I went to a speech therapist. They taught me how to slow down my speech because I was such a fast talker Hmm. and I'm like okay winkle privilege (laughs) Um, (laughs) speech therapist okay (laughs) ever since he said that I've been thinking about that because he does talk really slow and just earlier when you when I paused (laughs) and you were like uh it's because I'm working on it and like just barely when you were talking because I wanted to mention him I just went Stella I just kept saying Stella Stella Hmm. Instead of being like, like thinking of every single word that I had to say, I just was like, yeah. Stella, Stella. Because I mean, we're smart. The words will come out. We are to smart. Us, yeah. You know? so. And I don't worry about it either because, like, if it's supposed to come out, it's supposed to come out. And if it doesn't, then it'll come out later. And, like, who the fuck cares if we repeat ourselves? You still are, y'all are still listening anyway. Right. Um, do you listen to our podcast on faster? What is that? I sometimes feel like. When I play back the episode on Spotify, that it's slow. So I put it on like 1.8 and listen to it. No, I listen to it normal. I sometimes put it maybe 1.2 sounds normal. Anyway. <laughs> Okie doke. I feel like when I'm listening back to myself, I'm like, why am I talking so slow? <laughs> that's what I'm trying to tell you. Well, I mean, maybe that's a note. I don't give them, I don't take them, but I mean, I don't take them <laughs> <laughs> no you don't <laughs> not from the crowd 
Um, <laughs> whatever. Sue me. I don't give a fuck. That's okay. Wait. It just... <laughs> Wait, don't. <laughs> also, we're broke. I have nothing. I have nothing. We nothing. haven't... Nothing. Even when we start our OnlyFans. Sorry, I did that. I fucking love Whitney, though. Oh, I'm so excited for that picture. The biopic. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Who is playing Whitney? A no name. I'm excited. She looks like she did a great job. I've heard great things. Holy I'm shit. also pretty excited for the uh, Mario that's coming out today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Halo has been really excited about that. Aubrey got me jazzed for it. Out of nowhere. <laughs> oh. So I don't know. I'm. Uh, Is it because you have nieces and nephews? No, it's because that's we had a we had a first generation Mario. My mom lost her shit and cut the cord. <gasps> what? Yeah, Carolyn special. Fucking hell, dude. Yeah. I did see a TikTok that this mom just like moved moved everybody in the house back to a landline VHS and the NES. That's bitching. And she whatever. was and no internet. And I was like, damn. That's Even like growing up in growing up in my household. <laughs> <laughs> Except for I had an Atari. <laughs> uh, we had an Atari. We found it at my grandma Alvy's house and she was like, Oh yeah, you can have it. And Rad. so like jung- jungle to jungle, pretty I think that's what it was called. Uh, pretty good at that. Uh, I'm lying. I wasn't. Um, I could do the the first level, okay? Uh, <laughs> and then we had the Nintendo. My mom cut the cords. I don't know what really happened to the Atari. I think it just got put away. Yeah, I think my grandpa donated to the Atari, and I was like, I wanted to play Dig Dug and Centipede and uh, pa- Mac, Pac-Man, Pac-Man. <laughs> And then my sister and my brother got uh, a Sega like handhelds oh, one year, yeah. and he traded that. Zach traded that for a Sega Genesis, like the console. And my mom was threatening to cut the cords again because she had just cut the free cable cord. So we were like, Jesus Christ! So he gave it to the stars for Christmas. Mm. <laughs> um, and then my brothers have always been good about having consoles jake has a xbox and zach has a playstation so mm-hmm. spence has a playstation and nintendo now and i think how are you so good at these games and it's because they he grew up with them but like i'm shit at games and i just prefer to watch or be in the r- around who was i with the other day and they were playing video games and i was just sitting there oh your future fucking- husband my no, he's married. My fucking Diller. After he told me that <laughs> my the guy I used to have a crush on is all single and housed up. Uh, fucking Christ! You know who no. loves a strong, headstrong woman? A gamer boy for sure. Well, and that's who he plays with is these boys who have this house. And he was like, "Hey, sorry," because he was like, "I just let me just beat this level." And I'm like, "I have two older brothers. Like, this is literally my childhood." He's like, <laughs> "Yeah, on. I'm chill. I'm on my phone. <laughs> like, You're fine." Well, it's like I, I mean, I can like I, I mean, I'm sure I've mentioned this before, but like Silent Hill. Zach used to get Silent Hill because has a lot of like uh, puzzles, 
and we'd turn off all the lights downstairs and he'd play it because I was too scared. Like, I didn't want to play it. And we'd turn the volume up and I'd get like a notepad and I'd help him with the clues. Like, I would be like, we'd sit, like, we would be like freaked the fuck out. And we'd sit there and he'd play it. And I'd help, like, I'd sort of help him. Like, come on. I don't know how much I helped him, but like, I helped him with like the puzzle stuff. And it was like so much fun. We'd like, we'd just like hang out. What, like, it was like afternoon between like school and like when you go hang out with your friends for like a couple hours. We did that all the time. I love that. Yeah, it was way fun. I love hearing all of Spencer's things about the games he's playing. He like tells me all of the stories and stuff. And then like when he finishes and is emotional, he's like tells me all the stuff. And I'm like, I love this. I just still can't play anything. My kid's like, help me, help me on this level. And I'm like, I'm, I just end up button mashing, which is what I did as a kid. Oh yeah. Right. And that's why they <laughs> took it away from me. Cause I couldn't get any good. So I just started button mashing. Let me guess. He did red dead, red dead, dawn, good and bad. Right. I do not know Red Dead Dawn. He's into Dark Souls and uh, Elden Ring and that kind of stuff. World of Warcraft. Ghost of Tsushima. No, not World of Warcraft. Um, Story-driven games about about, people with swords uh, or katans. What about Skyrim? Red Dead Redemption. No, not Skyrim. He's a PlayStation guy. You have an Xbox brother. I think it's on both. He likes Dark Souls trilogy. Uh. Yeah. Anyway. I don't well, I like hearing about them. I, God like, of War. It's like, it's like uh, we just had a whole conversation about shit we know nothing about. Yeah. But, but my kid will just be like, please help. And I think this is what I was going to is like, I like watching it too. I like to watch. Don't make me play. I like watching. <laughs> I'm going to ruin it for you guys. Yeah, it's like this is just going to be embarrassing for everyone here. I'm um, fucking good at Tetris. I can beat everyone's ass at Tetris for sure. Except for Spencer, who caught on very quickly. <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> have you played the Mean Bean game? It's the Sonic version. No. Me and my sister get violent. With that. <laughs> you want to come over I- and play Tetris with me? <laughs> No, the Mean Bean game, dude. So uh, it's actually great because, like, on Sonic 2, the movie, it has the coffee place. It's called the Mean Bean Coffee Place, mm-hmm. which I thought was, like, a nice little. Anyways, we call each other horrendous names. And um, I was playing it with Zach one day. And he's really good at, like, Dr. Mario and Tetris. <laughs> but he'd never played the Mean Bean game before. And I was kicking his ass. Because, <laughs> like, Aubrey and I used to play that shit till the sun came up t- before she got pregnant. Mm-hmm. And because Garrett would work nights, <laughs> so we would just stay up all night playing the <laughs> mean bean game, calling each other cunts. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so I was playing it with Zach, and I was he's he's like I have figured out how to win, but as soon as I do, you're dead. Like he was like so determined how to figure it out, <laughs> and him he and Jake and probably Spencer too because of the video games, they just have that like mm-hmm. puzzle. They have adaptability. Adaptability. Yeah, they're just like I'll just figure it out real quick. Yeah, strategy and then, mind. And then it was just like, okay, well, it's over for me now. That was a fun four <laughs> games. That was so that was sad. fun. That was well, fun. Well, I tried to enjoy gaming, but here it's destroyed. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh.
brothers. <sighs> and that's because they were raised. Their brains are built for that. Their gamer yeah, brains. They, they're strategy hunters. games. Yeah, we're gatherers. <laughs> you know, we, we gather insults. We gather and gossip. It's fine. We gather and gossip. What else we got? Well, let's look at the list here. Oh, fads of ingredients, brand styles, how expensive it is to change. Oh, here's the thing. If you want to take care of your skin. Sunscreen. Sunscreen. That's all, That's one of the best things you can do is prevent skin damage because sunscreen will help you fight um, environmental and sun rays. And what is that thing that's like pollution? Pollution in the air. It'll help you protect air, against that. Air pollution? Yeah, there's ingredients in some sunscreens that, like, help fight radicalization, free radicals of your skin, which is, which leads to oxidation. It's a whole fucking thing, dude. Um, so what just wear you sunscreen. What at night? Are you, are you good? Yeah, don't, it's not the sun. The sun, yeah. And the pollution is down for that, too. Also, living in a small town with access to clean water really, really fucking helps. But, like, just. If you are living in a small town. Yeah, and like Rose you and still dogs. get skin cancer. Like, prevention is the key. Um, sunscreen will help prevent against basal cell carcinoma, squamous cell carcinoma, melanoma, which is all three skin care types or skin cancer types. It'll um, help against um, aging spots. I wasn't gonna wrinkles. correct you. I was like, I want it to stay. I just, you know, I wanted it to stay as skin skincare. Skin. <laughs> uh, wrinkles. Um, and that's how Botox is seen as preventative because it freezes your muscle long enough for your skin to heal the wrinkle before it turns into a deeper wrinkle. So there's technically that. It is still a neurotoxin and I have been considering it, it for tension headaches. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, but still. Um, and then like there are ingredients that like will help but sometimes i feel like brands will advertise that they have one ingredient but it'll be the lowest form of that ingredient so there is quality to question for skincare but i feel like sometimes the fads are so fast with like this is the new ingredient that's going to save your skin that it's expensive to change all of your skincare regimes over and over and over depending on what new ingredient is out there or what new brand looks the best or what new brand is being touted by whatever celebrity that you follow. Like keeping up with skincare fads is part of the skin cult too. It's just like keeping you invested and then you can't get out of it because of all the sun cost and then whatever. So skin sunscreen is the best for skincare for sure. I never use it, but I hope that every moisture I use has it in it. That's just my hope. So. <laughs> also, crossed. you live in a basement, so that helps. Um, yeah, I know, but when I go out and into the sun, I go hard. I like. One time, I sent a picture to my one of my bosses with me with a sunburn. He's like, "You look like a hostage." <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Bobby, you can't afford that. <laughs> well, whatever. Um. <laughs> We all gotta die somehow. For sure. Well, I guess. Um, I do. I do joke with Spencer 
that he golfs, right? He spends so much time in the sun and he used to never wear sunscreen until I would trick him into it. And then he would get pissed at me. Like one time I was at Disney world with Spencer's family. They paid for it. And I was like rubbing my hands. Um, and I had my back turned to him and then I like went and I gave him like, like a kiss, but then I like rubbed his arms with so much sunscreen and even my brother-in-law is like wow she is being really affectionate <laughs> and then spencer finally recognized that i was like rubbing him with like something wet and he got pissed <laughs> and he was like oh i fucking hate this feel of sunscreen blah, blah. and i, I was like sunscreen too man i know i know but like Am I going to be listening to you bitch for five minutes about the sunscreen thing or bitch for four days about the sunburn thing? Like I did pick my battle there. And at the Honestly, end of the trip, he was like, both for me, <laughs> he was... probably both. <laughs> he did be like, you're right. And so now he does wear more sunscreen, but I told him like, there's going to be a part in our marriage where we're on a cruise and me and my friend who wear us, we wear sunscreen every day. Hot men are going to come up to us and be like, oh, cute. Or women. Oh, cute. Are you here with your dad? And we're going to look over and say, yes. And then we're going to leave yes. linked arms with that guy. And you're going to be pissed. <laughs> but whose fault is it going to be for us yelling at you all this time to wear sunscreen? And you look like an old man. So he's like, that's not going to happen. And I was like, I guess, I guess, <laughs> I guess we're not going on a cruise then. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. It's successful, dude. <laughs> like, yikes. Like it's cool. Are all cruises for hooking up? Is that the thing that I'm missing? No. Nope. Sure aren't. But I mean, it it is whatever you want to be, baby. Hmm. Okay. You know, I think I think it's big enough. It's a big enough boat full of all kinds of people. When you said cesspool, I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean? I mean, it's a boat full of people. Oh, kind of like a mini city? Like you're stuck with who you're stuck with? Yeah. Mm. Your cabins are small. Oh, my God. You only have what you have. And there's did no, you know there's that no exits. Men go on cruises to murder their wives? Yeah, because it's no loss. Yeah, you could just push over your wife over the edge. I'm not encouraging you to do that. I'm trying to warn the ladies, like, if your man wants to take you on a cruise. Or, like, if about you it. start making out with a guy, like, on a cruise. Or, if you want to kill a guy on a cruise, women's wrongs. Women's wrongs. What if, what if my husband sets up hot guys to take us away because we've threatened this the entire time to take us away and then we get pushed off by those guys? I mean, honestly, as long as I'm dead, I don't care. Perfect crime, honestly. But honestly, you'll never see. Do me on a I get ship, to so see a whale? Do I get to die by whale? As it as it as it's swallowing you whole, sure. Yes, I'm in favor. Cool, we're in. <laughs> Take me on a cruise. <laughs> we're in urine because it's a it's a cruise ship. Absolutely, it is. Oh, those pools! Oh my god! You know what? Thanks for talking Whatever, some dude, sense we, into me about we cruises. Swim we swim and you know like i one time i fished or uh, fished dog shit out of a swimming pool and then i hopped in and everyone was like what and i'm like i swam in the river growing up the reservoir oh my god i don't give a shit we we swam next to dead lambs in the canal (laughs) i know right like 
literally dead things would just float up you. <laughs> and then you were like should i get a mouthful of water and spit it at my crush maybe why not <laughs> sepsis um <laughs> One time I was so hot walking home from school that I just went in the canal and dunked my head in the water and then kept walking. I was half a mile from home. I was just like, this is so hot. I'm so I feel like that was a fair move. And I feel like if the water was moving the right direction, you should just roll that bitch home. Obviously. It, it wasn't. wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. obviously. Obviously. <sighs> Damn it. Yes, we should. Obviously. Yeah. All right. I'm getting tired soon. Well, I think there'll be more to say about the beauty industry, but you spelled this in pretty well. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Right in with your shit, man. We want to hear from yeah. you. Yeah. Like, would you buy our farts? <laughs> I already Topless. know I'm getting one DM about it. <laughs> topless mukbangs. Maybe not topless. even topless. Maybe not even I, will, topless. I will wear a bra. Yeah, I think I'll wear a bra too. But you guys know that there will still be a lot of teat out. Because we got Taco a lot of Bell. teats. Yeah, you're right. Like, well, we'll go, we can go. Around. We can go fancy. We'll just see how hard bar takes off. We can go fancy. We can go low class. But here's the thing. We can do it. You can pre-order the fart, and then you can watch the video and smell it while you're watching the video. Yeah, it's Anyways, like made to order. Let us know what you think. And we, we say, say these things, things? <laughs> in the name of Jesus Christ. <laughs> Amen. Is This The Place podcast is written, recorded, and edited at Titan Tower Studios. Our theme song is by Bobby, and our cover art is by Jessica Sanchez. This is our story as we see it. We believe it to be true as far as it is translated correctly. We'd be eternally grateful if you'd share the show with your friends and check out our community at patreon.com slash is this the place because even if this isn't the place you are still the people making this possible thank you <laughs>